Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And welcome to the Wednesday edition of the program. Well, good morning. And well, good morning to you, too. Very nice. That's right. We are about as nice as apple pie. You're not a nice person. What are you talking about? I'm really nice. Bonnie's really nice. We're all very nice. It's 6.07 on the show this morning. Mr. Clock, would you do the honors? It's now 6.07 a.m. 6.07 a.m. We are off and running to a... Wet and soggy Wednesday morning program, Miss Bonnie. Yeah, the weather isn't very nice at all this morning. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. But oh, that's Christmas time. But it's doable, at least. Yeah. Um, you're just going to run into some slick, wet conditions. Um, yeah. I noticed it was kind of wet and rainy coming over the Roosevelt Bridge this morning. Mm-hmm. So you might want to give yourself some extra time on the roadways. And it's kind of like a cool dampness in the air, too. It made me feel chilled this morning when I stepped outside. Remember the song, Love is in the Air? I do remember that, but um, well, who, who was the artist? That was John Paul Young. Oh, okay. That was like a one-hit wonder, I think, yes, from him. Yes, definitely. So we change it to, damp is in the air, it's raining all over Stewart. Hey, you know, speaking of the music, this is really kind of cool, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same producers of Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. that was that movie all about uh, Freddie Mercury and Queen, mm-hmm. which I thought they did a very nice job. Mm-hmm. The same makers and producers are making one now on Michael Jackson. Oh, now see, I'll go see something like that. That one is in the works. Wow. Yeah. And That's exciting. Let's see. The studio said that the film will give an in-depth portrayal of the complicated man who became the king of pop. It's going to bring to life uh, his most iconic performances, too, as it gives an informed insight into the entertainer's artistic process and personal life. I wonder if he was still alive. Would he be touring and doing concerts today. That would be the million-dollar question. What's really fascinating was he was about to go on that, like, world tour right before he died. Yeah. And he was in the process of practicing. I remember the Entertainment Tonight channels mm-hmm. and all that entertainment stuff had him. They showed him uh, doing mm-hmm. his dances and uh, with his dancing team and, you know, kind of getting ready for it. I'll never forget I drove five hours to see the Jacksons in concert in Jacksonville. You did? It was the Victory Tour. Oh, wow. And it was amazing. It was 19, let me think, my first marriage was 83, 84, 1984. Yeah, 1983, 1984. Drove all the way to Jacksonville with my ex-wife, now it's my ex-wife, and I don't remember the venue, it was a football stadium. I don't even know if the Jaguars were around back then. Uh-huh. It was a huge stadium. They probably were not. I'm, and I'm, man, I'm considering that they weren't. It was so good. But Jackson 5, all five of the kids were on stage then? All five of the Jackson brothers. It was the Jackson's Victory Tour. Did their dad come on stage with them ever too? Nope. Did, was because you know I'm not uh, I've never been to their concert mm-hmm. and I don't remember seeing them or if the dad was around too often mm-hmm. I'm sure he was around during the concerts. He was probably backstage cracking the whip like he did when they were young varmints. 
Definitely. I've drove. I've driven through their hometown a couple of times. Gary, Gary, Indi- Indiana. Indiana. That's really nice. Yep. That's like about it's beautiful there. I think it was like a half hour, maybe south of Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's when you start to get a little bit nervous because you're traveling and oh, here's Gary, and uh, before you know, we're going to be in the big city with mm-hmm. the big city travel. That's right. But um, Gary, Indiana, beautiful little town. Yeah, yeah, nice little town just outside of Chicago and. But, you know, driving through there really is nothing, you know, because, like, if I go to Wisconsin through Chicago, mm-hmm. they have it mapped out really nicely for you. Now, do you have to go through Chicago to get to Wisconsin, or can you go a different way? I think there's alternates that you can take. Oh, in one year, I made this huge mistake because, actually, I was visiting Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And to get to northern Wisconsin, because I was so afraid of driving the big city of Chicago, mm-hmm. I went up, uh, I went to the UP in Upper Michigan. Mm. So I headed north from uh, Toledo through Detroit, way across the Mackinac Bridge, mm-hmm. Mackinac Bridge, and then I reached the UP, and then I headed home to Upper Wisconsin. That was like a 16 hour trip. Now, I've never been to Wisconsin, I've been to Chicago. Three, three times. Went to Wrigley Field once, and that was pretty historic to see Wrigley Field. That was really cool. Oh, yeah. You kind of, I've uh, ridden by there like so many times. Mm-hmm. And the Chicago White Sox, too. Yeah, they have a, um, a their own baseball stadium, too. And then you got the, the Bears have the uh, football stadium as well. Yeah. So that's a, a pretty good uh, town. The pizza in Chicago is really good. Oh, there's nothing like a Chicago-style deep-dish pizza. Man, I'm hungry now. You know, and it's so authentic. I used to eat some of that in... I had some in Madison, Wisconsin when I lived there. Mm -hmm. When we visited Toledo, they too had uh, served up the deep-dish Chicago-style downtown. Mm. Somebody told me there's a restaurant on uh, Ocean Boulevard. I think it's called... Do you want to say Pusateri's? Does that sound familiar? Mm, but I don't know. Somebody said if you want a good deep dish around here. Pusateri's. Pusateri's. Okay. Uh, I think it's on Ocean Boulevard right over here. Oh, if anybody's listening and they know of a good place to get a deep dish pizza, please call us because we would love to know. 220-9788. You can ring our phone line. Whether we, uh, yeah, yeah, call us up. That's all. I, I was going to say something, but I stopped myself. They um, serve a pretty good one when I visit DeLand, too. I go mm-hmm. to Dobro's. Dobro's. Yeah. That's short for Doe Brothers, I bet, right? Yes. <laughs> Dobro's. <laughs> yeah, and they're actually, these people that own it are actually from Wisconsin. Oh, wow. So they know how to make a Chicago-style pizza, too. Now, is there a difference between the way they make pizza in Wisconsin compared to the way they make pizza down here in Florida. There's a lot of New York-style pizza here, okay. you know, with the uh, thinner crust. Mm-hmm. And, you know, up that way, Chicago, you're heading into the Madison, Wisconsin area. There's It's a lot of the deep dish, mm-hmm. Chicago-style. I uh, want to say good morning to the uh, gentleman that came this morning that picked up his Ellie's Downtown Deli gift certificate. I don't remember his name. I'm terrible about names. Chip. Chip, that's it. Yep. Thank you. If anybody remembers names, you, you're the one that remembers people's names. So we want to say good morning to Chip. We learned that uh, Chip has his hand in the aviation business, building part of the fuselage of the Boeing jetliners, mainly for commercial use, such as FedEx, 
UPS and things like that. Didn't he say too that he builds the door part of it? Yeah, he handles the door part, the door opening, which is a crucial part <laughs> of the yeah. plane. You, you got to do it right. You can't be locked in the plane. I wouldn't want to disturb him when he's building a door, because then the door may not get built right, and then it gets on a plane, and it could just not seal right. Oh, you know what? I just remember his last name too, Chip Beaver. Right? Yes. Yep. Yes. Chip Beaver. He won some Ellie's Deli just the other day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he stopped in early and saw Evan and I this morning and mm-hmm. walked out of the door smiling with mm-hmm. his Ellie's Deli gift certificate. Looked at me, said, I'm Evan. He goes, are you Bonnie? Yeah. Are you the infamous Bonnie? And Bonnie was like, yes, I am. So now he knows what we look like. It makes me start wanting to do my hair in the morning. <laughs> Your hair looks fine. No, it doesn't. Your hair it's looks like fine. It's like bedhead. Hey, how's the pool holding up, by the way? Got to check in on the pool situation. Oh, oh, you know, the pool is fine, but I keep forgetting to filter it. Oh. And, you know, especially with now that it's going to rain. Right. Now is the time I really want to uh, get my filter pump moving, mm-hmm. filter that thing, and... Uh, probably go test the water again to maybe get some more chemicals because after it rains, it you know can really uh, spread the crud. Yeah, the pH and uh-huh. the now. Do you put um, do you pour liquid chlorine or do you put the tablets in both? You do both. Yeah. Now, so what I, about acid? Do so you use acid in there? Acid, I did. Okay. Uh, okay. Upon before we swam, mm-hmm. you know, I think you put acid in there it's kind of like a ph balance Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to uh balance the ph or in the pool you have one of those like home test do flickies where you little plastic thing you stick it in the water and you squirt the dye in the water and it tells you you know if it's you know a certain color or anything like Mm -hmm. that i used to work for a guy i worked with a guy cleaning pools one year oh wow when i was out of work so you learned everything about Um, the whole pool business a little bit you know but no i take it into pool emporium and the lady has that. oh you just bring the sample of the water yes okay but the lady has the tester that you just mentioned i caught a pool company cheating on me once well, how were they cheating? Well, they said, bring your sample in and we'll test your water for free and tell you if you need chemicals. Uh-huh. So I brought a sample in and just for some reason, my pool was fine, but they told me I needed chemicals. So I went back a month later. I'm not going to mention the company, but I went back a month later and I brought tap water in. Oh, yeah. Tap water. Uh-huh. And I said, here, test my water. And they brought the tap brought the tap water in, and they were like, "Oh, your water's fine. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Okay, now something's not right here." Huh. So I went a week later, and I brought pool water in. Uh huh. And they said to me Th- that oh, it was fine. It was fine. Hmm. Weird. Weird. Yeah. It's like they were trying to get me to. I, I don't know. Well, at it was pool strange. at pool emporium, the lady does it right in front of me. She'll mm-hmm. like test that water right in front of me, and they've never steered me wrong. In fact. They didn't try to um, sell me any extra things, you know, when I went there, you know, when I initially put my pool up, which was just last week. Mm -hmm. She was honest and, you know, said, I said, I still have chlorine at home. She said, well, use the chlorine at home, use the rest of that. Yeah. 
I already had the acid from my prior pool, mm-hmm. so I just purchased one of those little floaters and a couple. I was of the just going to ask you blocks. that if you have like a little floating device, yeah, that you put the chlorine tablet in and it floats all around and moves all around mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's needed, and that's really in my pool always, except for you know when we're swimming. Yeah, I was going to ask you when when you guys swim, you take the float device out. Absolutely. Yeah, what we do with we have the vacuum that runs literally. Uh, in our pool from 8 in the morning till 6 at night. That's, that's like a Roomba, a pool Roomba, right? Yeah, it's like a pool Roomba, basically, <laughs> is what it is. That's cool. And then when we swim, what we do is we just turn the pump off, disconnect the vacuum in the hose, and we swim. And then when we are not swimming, we just hook the vacuum back up side of the wall and turn mm-hmm. the pump back on. i got to remember to start filtering when I get home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have that thing filtering, like, all day. Tire string around your finger. <laughs> yeah. Then you'll remember. Yes. I've, I've tried that a couple of times. I can just look outside, too, and peer at the pool, and that That's should make it. me remember there, real good. <laughs> there you go. Or just jump in and, and do your do your thing and go swimming. I was in there two nights ago. I went for, like, a little night swim. Ooh. Yeah. It's, nice. It's How good. was it? It's good. It, it's it? really good. That's one thing and it's incredible about. I get very cold, like in AC, mm-hmm. air conditioning. Mm-hmm. I'm always complaining at work in my other job if it's too cold. Mm-hmm. I'll be like... Ooh, how can I go back and do a massage when I'm shivering? Right. But, however, I can jump into like a ice cold river. And that doesn't or, bother or you. Or swim in cold water. That's it strange. doesn't bother me at all. That's strange. It's, it's weird, isn't it? It is. I, I guess your blood fluctuates in temperature. Or just like water, I guess. Right. <laughs> Call you a mermaid. <laughs> it is 620 on the Get Up and Go show on a Wednesday morning. Bonnie is standing by at the news desk with the first headlines this morning. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. President Biden says the U.S. and Germany are in lockstep when it comes to preventing Russia from invading Ukraine. But Florida Senator Rick Scott is not impressed. Germany's a weak ally. They put themselves in a horrible position where they they have to rely on Russian oil. They shut down nuclear plants in their country and put themselves in a position that, that they're more dependent on Russia, which is really foolish. SpaceX says a geomagnetic storm damaged its latest batch of 49 Starlink Internet satellites, keeping most of them from making the proper orbit. The satellites were launched last Thursday aboard a Falcon 9 rocket from Kennedy Space Center. The Florida Department of Transportation is seeing a concerning increase in deaths of stranded motorists on Florida's Turnpike. And WPTV's Megan McRoberts has a closer look. For tow truck drivers like Aaron Dames, years spent on the road. I started in 1989. Means more chances for close calls. You know, I've always been hit a couple times. They could only do so much for their safety, putting out cones, turning on lights, staying as far away from the road as possible. It can be very dangerous. That danger proven on the turnpike in St. Lucie County over the weekend. The Florida Highway Patrol says a 57-year-old tow truck driver from Miami was standing next to his open driver's side door in the southbound lane. A 20-year-old Deerfield Beach woman hit the door and the tow truck driver. And while she stopped, three other cars also hit the man but kept going. It's sad. You know, it's like that's your fellow brother. You know, I mean, it's a guy that you know, uh, trying to help people and working for his family and, and, you know, and lost his life. Drivers just used to need to take uh, time to be cautious when they're approaching anyone who's on the shoulder, whether it be a tow truck, 
a road ranger or any other kind of vehicle. John Easterling is the traffic operations engineer for the Turnpike. He says FDOT is now pushing a stranded motorist safety campaign following two deaths on the Turnpike already this year. Cars hitting people who pulled over and got out of the car. There were 10 stranded motorists killed all of last year. A little more than five weeks into the new year and we're already at two. So thus we we're really concerned about the, the trend. They're urging people to follow some of these tips if their car breaks down. Move your vehicle from the travel lane. Call star 347 for Florida Highway Patrol and Road Rangers. Stay in your car and wait for help. And if it's not safe to stay in your car, wait behind a protective barrier or guardrail. And if you see a stranded driver, slow down and move over. Megan McRoberts, WPTV. Proposals dubbed by opponents as the Don't Say Gay Bills are advancing in the Florida legislature. They would prohibit school districts from encouraging classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels. K through three. We're talking about K through three. That senator-sponsored Dennis Baxley a House bill focuses on K-5. through The measures prompted a tweet from President Biden. He said every member of the LGBTQ community is loved and accepted just as they are, especially, as the president put it, the kids who will be impacted by this hateful bill. A Jupiter couple has been arrested on aggravated child abuse charges after they physically abused and forcibly confined their adopted 13-year-old to live within a garage structure, according to police. WPTV's Todd Wilson has been following this story and has this. I've been working this story all day and neighbors say they're stunned surprised that the alleged abuse could even take place in their community. The investigation of a teen runaway case late last month has now led to child abuse allegations dating back years. Jupiter police say an 8 by 8 structure was found in a garage of the home in the Egret Landing neighborhood. A structure that police say included a doorknob and deadbolt as well as a light switch that could only be accessed on the outside. Inside the room was a camera, mattress, and a bucket. Days later, officers located the child at school and were able to interview the 13-year-old. Investigators say they determined that the child was physically abused and forced to live in the structure by his adopted parents, Tracy and Timothy Ferreter, since 2017. They also determined the child was confined to the structure during the day. His meals were brought to him and he used a bucket to go to the bathroom. Eric Preisendorf says he used to live next door to the Ferreters saying he would see the kids playing in the street. We've been here for a while now, um, since 2007. Um, so knew them. Can't say we knew them well. Um, they kind of kept themselves. He says he even saw a structure in the garage. Three-car three, three car garage. On the single-car garage was where there was a room built in there, but never went in the house or in the garage, just could see it from the from the outside. Well, Timothy and Tracy Ferreter have been arrested. They are in the uh, Palm Beach County Jail. They're accused of aggravated child abuse. As for the three other kids that were in the house, we understand they have been removed by Child Protective Services. In Jupiter, Todd Wilson, WPTV. Well, lastly, the governor's controversial pick for Surgeon General is a step closer to confirmation. Yesterday, the Senate Ethics and Elections Committee on a straight party line vote approved the nomination of Dr. Joseph Ladapo. Ladapo's appointment now goes to the full Senate.
so it looks like we won gold overnight. Uh, snowboarder Lindsay Jacobellis became the first American gold medalist at the 2022 Beijing Olympics, uh, jumping to an early lead and holding on to win the women's snowboard cross Wednesday. So Jacob Ellis is 36. She became the oldest snowboarder to medal at the Olympics and earned her second medal in five games. Uh, we also added a few more medals yesterday. Cross-country skier Jesse Diggins took bronze in the women's sprint which was a big deal. It's the first individual medal we've ever won in women's cross-country skiing. And freestyle skier Colby Stevenson also picked up a silver medal in men's big air. And I know Evan really wants to do that. Yeah, I don't want no big air. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Not, not on this 62-year-old body. <laughs> we don't want big air. We don't want dead air. <laughs> but we do need air to breathe. Our <laughs> I'm Don't not go making there. any sense. No. Our news time is 627. We'll have weather and traffic together next. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. right now on the Get Up and Go Show, the Wednesday morning edition with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie's got a first peek out the front door. Bonnie? Yeah, we do have an accident, too. This is on the turnpike down by Jupiter. It's on the turnpike northbound, a vehicle crash with injuries and roadblock. So at mile marker 116, turnpike northbound Jupiter, the exit ramp right there is blocked, too, this morning. Other areas, they look fine, and if you see traffic this morning, give us a call at 220-9788-220-WSTU. And some extra time, give yourself some extra time heading out because it's raining. Uh, We have rain showers here in Port St. Lucie, and we're at 58 right now. And Grants Pass, Oregon, a clear sky in 35. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 50s and low 60s with scattered rainfall across the area. Rain is expected to linger through the afternoon, then clearing skies by this evening. Highs today reaching the upper 60s to low 70s. Tomorrow, a cold start to the day with morning temperatures in the 40s. Then a pleasant, sunny afternoon with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. Friday, highs in the mid-70s, mostly sunny and mainly dry. For the weekend, another front moves in and rain chances increase. Sunday looks like the wetter of the two weekend days with highs in the mid to upper 70s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, 
grow and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. The professionals at Mark Brechtel Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. You asked for it. Buck-a-shuck Sundays are back at Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar. Join us at Stringer's Tavern every Sunday and enjoy Buck-a-shuck oysters all day. Don't miss happy hour, sip on drink specials, and dine on discounted appetizers every day from 3 to 6. In the mood for tunes? Dance to live music in the Courtyard Bar Friday through Tuesday. Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar in Harbor Bay Plaza, Sewell's Point. For reservations, menu information, and our live music schedule, visit stringerstavern.com. Around Town Magazine is in their 45th year of publishing. On the cover, Chapters Health System offers a wide range of palliative medicine and hospice care for adults and children. Always by your side. On the back cover, Lotus Gunworks of South Florida, largest indoor gun range on TC, the 44th Home and Gardens, extraordinary communities to retire and enjoy, including Nice Air, a taste of stylish design with Doris Clemens interiors, Sunshine Furniture, Saturday's interiors, Agler Tile and Bath, 55-plus living with the Palm of St. Lucie West Better Life Home Care, live theater with Sunrise Theater, Riverside Theater, travel, resorts, attractions, Captain Hiram's Davis House Inn, Courtyard Marriott, Bock Tower, Florida Oceanographic, Health New World of Medicine, including Alzheimer's Research, Gem Research, Breast Cancer, CareNet Pregnancy Services Special, Prescribed Pediatric Care, Home Care America, Dining, Bon Appetit, Renato's Restaurante, Southern Pig and Cattle, Casa Tequila, Captain Hiram's, Around Town Magazine is Power Packed and so much more. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email. WSTU Morning Show at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. It is 6.32 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for one of our favorite segments called Viral Videos. All right, so I've got one this morning, only one I came across, and it's a toddler that just refuses to say mama. Yeah. And sometimes those are the first words out of a toddler's mouth, right? Mama. Well, he refuses to say mama. You'd think the kid would show a little respect for mom when mom is asking the toddler to say mama. So here's the audio, and Bonnie, you can see the video. Say mama. Dada. No. <laughs> Say mama. Dada. Yes. No. Dada. <gasps> you say mama. You're getting everything. Dada. No. Just refuses. One more time. Dada, <laughs> Dada again. <laughs> Say mama. Say mommy. The kid just refuses to say mama or mommy. And you know, that's the cutest little baby I've seen in a right? while. I mean, all babies are cute, you right. know, and, uh, but, oh, which reminds me, I gotta say congratulations to, uh, 
Alicia at work. Mm. I think she she had a little baby girl. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. she worked all the way up through the pregnancy. Um, no, she she has um, not been there this last month. Oh, okay. Somebody right. has been coming in to take over her duties. Oh, so, okay. So we want to just kind of congratulate her. But yeah, that Very was nice. uh, the cutest little baby. Very nice. And dad holding the baby, and I, know. I think it's that's a daddy's girl. Oh yeah, daddy's little girl. Definitely a daddy's girl. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you got for me over there? So there's this YouTuber called Mr. Beast. Have you seen him? No. So he's a Mr. YouTuber. Beast? Mr. Beast. Yeah, Mr. Beast. He goes by. Okay. He's doing a pretty cool thing. He's uh, doing his own uh, Willy Wonka inspired contest. So okay. I guess this guy makes these incredible chocolate bars. Uh, with organic ingredients is what he uses. Mm-hmm. But he's running a contest. So I think these uh, candy bars, I think they're out in Walmarts right now. You can order them online. They come in three flavors, like original chocolate, almond chocolate, quinoa crunch, too. And, yeah, they're selling online in packs of 10 for $30. Mm-hmm. You get an 18-pack variety for $50. Mm-hmm. Seems pretty pricey, but you see... Ten random bars are going to hold a mystery ticket in them, and then he's going to fly ten people out to compete for a real chocolate factory. Really? And he's going to video it. Wow. And also the candy bars. Let's see, there's more. Each bar is going to contain a QR code that can be redeemed to win other prices like a Tesla. You could win a Sea-Doo jet ski, mm-hmm. headphones, Maybe a gaming computer and even cash. Wow. So Very uh, interesting. Yeah, this is kind of cool. So let's uh, give you more information. They're at Walmart, or you can go to GoPuff Delivery Service. I go think it's, Puff. it's a GoPuff Delivery Service. Okay. So if that gives you any details about like how to get in and maybe be looking for those candy bars. And I just so happened to stumble across a clip from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Just a short little clip there. <laughs> and, the, you know, the kids in uh, Willy Wonka, they were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the one. I loved the original. And I did go see the uh, remake, too, of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp. Mm. And that one was, uh, you know, kind of weird, kind of zany. But, but I thoroughly enjoyed that movie, too. Bonnie, I have... I was uh, reading my, uh, you know what my favorite publication is, right? Oh, we have uh, Cosmopolitan. Yes, yes. Yeah. I I was reading my favorite publication last night in the office, and I came across the top ten most irritating things that they put in this publication. The top ten most irritating things known to man and woman. Um, I think this is, let me just read one of these. Okay, yes. Okay, I didn't, I haven't gone over this list When it yet. starts to rain and you lost your umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably should be in there. But it's not, right? It didn't make but, the list? No. But coming in at number 10, three hours and three meetings after lunch, you look in the mirror and discover a piece of parsley stuck in in the middle of your front teeth. Ooh, that would be annoying and then embarrassing. Right. And then you would have to like uh, rerun your whole day and remember who you ran into mm-hmm. and wonder why, if they are your friend indeed, mm-hmm. why they didn't tell you that grain of parsley was there. Right. Uh, coming in at number nine, 
you can, and boy, can I relate to this one. Yeah. You can never put anything back in the box the way that it came out of the box. I know, right? Uh, you ever get that package and you open it up and you take it out and it's just not right and you want to return it and you try to put it back in the box mm-hmm. and you just can't get the darn thing back in the same way that it was when you took it out. Yeah, you want it to be as neat as it was when you took it out. Mm-hmm. You want to get that nicely in the package, mm-hmm. all nice and neat. Mm-hmm. And then when it's difficult to do, it's like a, a square going into a circle. Oh. You're just like, why? Worse. Why can't this work? Worst thing ever. Worst thing ever. Coming in at number eight, there's a darn dog in the neighborhood that just barks at every single thing. Everything. <laughs> yeah, my cats don't like it either. <laughs> very Well, for kitties, yeah, it's very aggravating <laughs> because cats and dogs usually do not get along. Coming in at number seven, it's bad enough that you step in dog poop, but you don't realize it until you walk across your living room rug. <laughs> oh. oh, that will get you already. I have done that before. Have you, have you now really? Yes. Yeah. You stepped in Kaya's and and you just don't know it. Our backyard is like a minefield. (laughs) It's like a minefield. But it's good for the soil, though. It is. And it's good if the dog is going in your yard and and not the neighbor's yard. What's even worse is because it's baseball season, I'm walking all around the complex and you step in gum. Gum. Oh, yeah. That's nasty now, isn't it? Oh, and to get it out of your oh, sneakers man. inside the grooves, yeah. you have to get like a flat screwdriver, a flathead screwdriver, <laughs> and pry it out. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't realize it's in there and it hardens up after a while, you have to get the stuff called Goo Gone. It's orange. That'll get it right out? And that gets it right out. Will it get it out of your hair, too? Did you I ever sleep with know. gum overnight and get, in, get it in your hair? I'm bald. I don't have that issue. Okay. <laughs> Back in the day when you had hair? When I had hair? No. Does that happen to you? No. But I will say something about gum. Yeah. Rachel is an avid gum chewer, especially when she's in my vehicle. And I asked her, why do you eat so much gum? She goes, it keeps me from getting nauseated. So I'm noticing she's just like taking piece after pill. I'm like, what are you doing with the gum you're putting in your mouth? Oh, I swallow it. I'm like, Rachel. Wow. You're swallowing gum? I would never want that to. How does she digest it? I don't know. I wouldn't she's trust. Got a stomach I just wouldn't steel. trust that. I don't know. Uh, coming in at number six. When you get home from the store and you realize you forgot the one item that was the reason you made the trip. The trip in the first place. Yes. Now, I think I've done that before. We have all done that. (laughs) We have all done that. And you'll go to the grocery store and you'll get a laundry list of things. Yes. Like a a good shopping list. And and leave that one thing out that you meant That you mainly went to the store for. (laughs) That's so aggravating. Oh, yeah. I think I've done that a time or two at Family Dollar. I go in there, mm-hmm. you know, with the purpose of, oh, i got to get Gary some milk. And then I'll walk around browsing and, you know, looking at things in Family Dollar, picking this item up here and there, and mm-hmm. walk out and forget all about the milk. Here's another an irritating thing. You open that can of soup, and when you open it, the lid falls in the soup. <laughs> I don't like the metal that lid. <laughs> that annoys me too. I'm very cautious when I put my can in the can opener mm-hmm. 
the motorized one, yeah. I'll make sure to make sure that it only goes nine tenths of the way around <laughs> so I can pry the lid up yeah. and it stays hooked. Mm-hmm. Or when you're opening that can of soup and your eye gets gouged by the soup goo. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> in your eye, too. Yes, especially <laughs> the um, the pop tops. Uh-huh. The pop tops, instead yeah. of the ones you have to put in there, you, you crack it and it goes like that and then you pull it back mm-hmm. and then right as you're at the very end... It snaps up, and the soup goo gets you in the eye. And that happens, too, like with a can of tuna when mm-hmm. I'm trying to drain the water. The water, or the that's oil another out. one, yes. It, it either, it won't, sometimes it won't drain right. It'll go uh, where I'm not draining it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm doing it over the garbage can, it's going to go on the floor. Mm-hmm. Here's uh, the number four most irritating thing. There's always a car riding your tail when you're slowing down to find an address. Mm-hmm. Or that person right in front of you is, yeah, slowing down, finding that address. Yeah. And, and you just want to hightail it and be on your way and drive faster. Coming in at number three, the elevator stops on every <laughs> single floor and nobody gets on. Now, yeah. I am guilty of making that happen. Really? Yes. You have to stop at every... No. You're going to the 10th floor and you got to stop at all the floors before then? No, I'm then? guilty of making the elevator stop because I will press every single button in the elevator before I get off, causing it to stop at every single floor. So when somebody gets on, uh-huh. it's going to stop. Oh. Yeah. I mean... And nobody gets on. Why Why would you do that? Just to... to Joke, is, is joke it around. Is like OCD thing just or something? Just joke around. Just to joke around. Oh, that's weird. Just to play around. I've never heard anybody... That's the kid in me coming playing out. Playing on an elevator. That's the kid in me coming out. Like, when I used to go visit my relatives in Miami, they lived on the 23rd floor yeah, ooh, of a high rise. That's very... That's a lot of floors. So, as we were getting off, and this is in my younger days, as we were, I was getting off... I would secretly press the buttons real quick. My parents wouldn't see. So the elevator had to stop on every floor oh going down. So if you got on the elevator, yeah. you were like, you may as well bring lunch. <laughs> Take you forever to get down to the bottom. Oh, wow. Yep. Coming in at number two, the person behind you in the supermarket runs his cart into the back of your ankle. Yeah, that's happened to me before, Isn't too. that annoying? That's highly, and it hurts. It hurts like oh, crazy. Oh, it's terrible. Why yeah. does somebody have to get so close they have to do that? But it's embarrassing when you do it, too. Like if you're right behind someone uh-huh. and and you shove that cart into their ankles. Yep. And you're like, sorry, sir. Oops. You had an oops. And number one, the number one most irritating thing, you have to try on a pair of sunglasses with the little plastic thing right in the middle of the nose uh-huh. to see how they look or fit. That certainly is annoying. That's annoying. And that little plastic pokes you in the eye. Why can't they put it on the ear instead of Have it in the here, proper place. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Think about that. Well, Why can't they do that? They weren't thinking before they uh, detailed it for sale no. that way. I, 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 I That just... Doesn't uh, doesn't make <laughs> and, any sense. You know everything on that list. You that's spot on, Evan. Yeah. Everything on there does annoy me just a little bit. For once, Cosmo actually got it right. Yes, that was my reading material for Tuesday night. <laughs> that's awesome. I to share that, that is with excellent. You. Thanks. <laughs>
It is 6.46 right now on the Get Up and Go Show. It's the Wednesday morning edition. Time for news once again. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Go see Hawk Levy at one of their many locations. Bonnie's standing by at the news desk with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Now, good morning. New legislation being heard Wednesday could guarantee agriculture gets the irrigation water it wants to siphon off Lake Okeechobee, even when the lake's levels begin to fall. The bill the Senate Appropriations Committee filed Friday has South Florida environmentalists worried about myriad consequences, including prioritizing farming over the health of the Everglades. Also, increasing discharges to the St. Lucie and Caloosahatchee rivers and jeopardizing the Everglades uh, agricultural area reservoirs funding and timetable. Governor Ron DeSantis last week called the EAA reservoir the crown jewel of Everglades restoration designed to curb up to a combined 63% of Lake O discharges to the St. Lucie and Caloosahatchee rivers. Critics claim the bill is the latest political effort to circumvent the Lake Okeechobee system operating manual being written to determine when, where, and how much lake water is discharged to the coastal estuaries for roughly the next decade. A South Florida Water Management District spokesperson stated that they're worried if the bill is approved, lawmakers could withhold funding for the EAA Reservoir and the Comprehensive Everglades Restoration Plan, a suite of projects designed to restore the River of Grass. President Biden says the U.S. and Germany are in lockstep when it comes to preventing Russia from invading Ukraine, but Florida Senator Rick Scott is not impressed. Germany's a weak ally. They put themselves in a horrible position where they they have to rely on Russian oil. They shut down nuclear plants in their country and put themselves in a position that, that they're more dependent on Russia, which is really foolish. Proposals dubbed by opponents as the Don't Say Gay Bills are advancing in the Florida legislature. They would prohibit school districts from encouraging classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels. K through three. We're talking about K through three. That Senate sponsor, Dennis Baxley, a House bill focuses on K-5. through The measures prompted a tweet from President Biden. He said every member of the LGBTQ community is loved and accepted just as they are, especially, as the president put it, the kids who will be impacted by this hateful bill. Brace yourself. We're about to be hit by a tornado, but it's only a test. Everyone is being asked to use today's statewide tornado drill as a practice run. Practice makes perfection, so we want to encourage that participation throughout the community to ensure that they know what to do in the event that we face this risk. Broward Emergency Management's Ron Guerrero suggests even schools and workplaces engage in the voluntary drill as a part of the Florida Severe Weather Awareness Week. Last month, a handful of twisters, including an EF2, tore through parts of southwest Florida. They destroyed dozens of homes, uprooted trees, and caused millions of dollars of damage, but no major injuries were reported.
Erica Rodriguez, Miami. The NFL's control over ticket purchase opportunities is a major factor driving high prices for Sunday's Super Bowl 56 in Inglewood, California, several secondary market companies said. The admission price for this year's game has hovered between $4,500 and 6000 since early last week, and those prices are expected to rise as the ticket availability decreases. Now, for the big spenders... The most expensive suite, which seats 24 people, is available for nearly $800,000. That's $33,333 a person for about four hours of entertainment. On ESPN's Pardon the Interruption, Tony Kornheiser asks Michael Wilbon, Will baseball start on time? Hi, Wilbon. How confident are you that the baseball season will start on time? I'm not. I'm old enough to remember all those beefs that resulted in cancellations and postponements. And I realize it's been, they're working on 25 years now, Tony, of labor peace. We got to go back to that disastrous 94, 95, the cancellation of the end of the great, great season, 94, which should, is a stain on baseball for forever. And then 95, the start was pushed. I'm just not confident in it. I mean, they're a hundred million dollars apart on like one of the key issues and they, each side keeps giving in by like a million dollars, like every week. I'm not. I, I don't think this is going to start on time, and it's fine. It probably shouldn't start till May anyway, but I hope we don't get to, like, July and not have baseball. Yeah, so I'm not confident either, and I'm going to just segue into why I haven't worried about it yet, and that's because it's cold in the middle Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. There's snow on the ground in the middle Atlantic, and it's going to be 15 degrees tomorrow morning because this is the beginning of February. And in the beginning of February, what we think about is pitchers and catchers report and athletes are stretching and you have a sense that baseball is going to happen. 30 days from now, when it's the beginning of March and there's a higher sun angle in the sky and things begin to bloom a little bit, I'm going to wonder what's going on with baseball. And what is historically true, Mike, as you know, is unlike basketball and unlike football and unlike hockey, the two sides here hate each other. They do. They hate each they other. They do. They don't Literally. want to sit down and make any compromises whatsoever. And as a result of that, even if there's goodwill down the road, I don't think they're going to start on time. Right. I just don't. I, I, and you're right. It doesn't have to start April 1st. But if it doesn't start till May 1st, I will be upset. I will be upset. I, I'd be okay for May 1st, Tony. The thing is, I don't know that the country is in any mood for billionaires and half-billionaires arguing over these dollars. I don't know if the country is in any mood for that, given the totality of what's going on Not in, in the world, yeah. yes, but in this country where baseball has been important to a lot of us for decades and decades. So we'll see. And that was the words of Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon this morning. Our news time is 6.52, and we'll have weather and traffic together for you next. And I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. 
I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. The Owen Insurance Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. 654 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie has another peek out the door. Bonnie? Well, Evan, we do see a couple of things happening right now on our major highways on the turnpike in Jupiter. At mile marker 116 northbound, there is a vehicle crash with injuries and roadblock, too, where uh, the exit ramp is blocked northbound at mile marker 116. Again, that's Turnpike in Jupiter. And on I-95 northbound, Hope Sound, there is a vehicle crash there, too. I-95 northbound at mile marker 92, and there's not any roadblock from that accident. But you're heading on those major highways, you're going to see the activity in those areas this morning. If you see traffic, let us know. We're at 220-9788-220-WSTU. Rain showers, too. Definitely give yourself some extra time traveling. And showers in Port St. Lucie, we're at 56 right now. And it's 39 up in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 50s and low 60s with scattered rainfall across the area. Rain is expected to linger through the afternoon, then clearing skies by this evening. Highs today reaching the upper 60s to low 70s. Tomorrow, a cold start to the day with morning temperatures in the 40s. Then a pleasant, sunny afternoon with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. Friday, highs in the mid-70s, mostly sunny and mainly dry. For the weekend, another front moves in and rain chances increase. Sunday looks like the wetter of the two weekend days with highs in the mid to upper 70s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Come celebrate my town at the Martin County Fair, February 11th through 19th at the same location on Dixie Highway. New attractions include a space circus, Ringling Brothers Circus in miniature, and more. Enjoy all of our animals, including bears. There's lots of great entertainment. And of course, fair food. Bring your kids, bring your grandkids, or just come out with friends and help celebrate your town. My town at the Martin County Fair, February 11th through 19th. Details at martincountyfair.com. In retirement, it's all about income, not spending down your principal. And anyone who tells you otherwise simply does not understand proper retirement planning. Hi, I'm Michael Burley of P-Capital Management, inviting you to tune in to the Retirement Income Program. Powerful truths that you must know and understand so you may live the retirement you deserve. The key to retirement success is income. Tune in to the Retirement Income Program right here every Monday morning at 11. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. 
My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Support our shelter pets with your Johnny Cash. The Humane Society of the Treasure Coast presents the 2022 Paws and Claws Virtual Auction. Visit the online auction at hstcfund.org beginning March 1st to check out our items and submit bids. Place your bets now and get a head start on all the fun. The online auction will close on March 6th at 9 p.m. Visit the online auction at hstc1.org. Again, that auction website is hstc1.org. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Coming up on 659 on the Get Up and Go Show and a little bit later on this morning, of course, Martin County Administrator Taryn Krizda is going to be joining us and her insights on what's happening in Martin County. Yep, and hopefully she'll, you know, well, she always has, you know, great news, uh, great stories to tell with what's happening in Martin County for us. Definitely so. Uh, so uh, stick and stay, don't go away. Oh, wait, that's Top 40 Radio Talk, isn't it? I think so. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I seem to think so. Don't you dare touch that dial. Crank it up, if anything. But we'll be back right after the news right here on WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. joining Republicans toward approving a bill that would let parents send their kids to schools without masks, and the House is also expected to pass it. Several counties are defying Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's order punishing maskless students. They suspended us for 10 days, and uh, they're looking at uh, extending that even more. Jared Missler is in Fairfax County. Last night at a Loudoun County School Board meeting, Fox's Marianne Rafferty reports students tried to serve members cease and desist orders. Students suspended for not wearing masks attempted to give the affidavit to the board, but they wouldn't accept the paperwork. The students got a round of applause. Here's a Loudoun County parent. When will we allow our children to have their childhood again? More Democratic governors may lift some mask mandates in Illinois and New York today, joining California, Connecticut, Delaware, Oregon, and New Jersey planning to end state mandates, though local officials and school districts could still require masks. But CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky still says... We have 
and continue to recommend um, masking in areas of high and substantial transmission. That is essentially everywhere in the country in public indoor settings. Help has arrived to reconnect an island nation, Tonga, that have been cut off from the world. Fox's Simon Owen has details live. The Dave neighboring Fiji says entrepreneur Elon Musk is helping to reconnect Tonga to the Internet three weeks after a tsunami cut the only fiber optic cable linking the country to the rest of the world. Fiji's communication minister says a team from Musk's SpaceX company has arrived in Fiji to reconnect Tonga through SpaceX satellites. The tsunami destroyed villages and the arrival of aid also appears to have caused a coronavirus outbreak. Dave America's listening to Fox News. Why does Walgreens offer co-pays as low as $0 and 90-day refills? Because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same-day prescription delivery making your life easier? Or how there's a pharmacy expert available 24-7 and one-click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. Zero dollar copays apply to tier one generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See Walgreens.com slash Medicare for complete details. So, I just picked out the perfect ring. And that night, my girlfriend started seeing ads for wedding dresses. I haven't even popped the question yet. Why is she seeing ads for things based on what I'm looking at online? I downloaded the DuckDuckGo app. And I stopped getting creepy ads right away. DuckDuckGo is the easy button for privacy. With one simple download, you can search, browse, and email privately. Take back your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. The U.S. finally struck gold in Beijing. Lindsay Jacob Ellis won it in snowboarding. Americans now have seven medals at the Winter Olympics. Russia and Norway lead with ten each. Congress is halfway there to avoiding yet another government shutdown drama. The House approved a short-term spending bill, though most Republicans voted no. The Senate now has until next Friday to go along with it. There's another deadline Congress is trying to avoid. It's a few years away. The Postal Service has been saying unless Congress acts, it's going to run out of cash by 2024. Now the House has passed the Postal Reform Act. It ends the requirement that the service pay in advance for health care for current and retired workers for the next 75 years. It also means the service has to set up an online dashboard so users can see how long it takes to get letters and packages delivered. The measure got bipartisan support in the House. It's expected to get the same when it heads next to the Senate. In Washington, Jill NATO, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are up big as markets also rise overseas. The day after a surge, the Dow gained almost 400 points. The Oscar nominations are out. The power of the dog leads the way with 12. Dune got 10. Jane Campion made history following the announcement of the 94th Annual Academy Award nominations. The director of the leading Oscar contender, The Power of the Dog, is the first female director nominated twice. But some of this year's most popular films and artists were passed over. Among the most shocking... You can help the family. Gucci is not exciting, and everybody loves Lady Gaga's performance in House of Gucci and Ben Affleck for The Tender Bar, Jennifer Hudson as Aretha Franklin in respect. But there were some big surprises, like Kristen Stewart for her turn as Princess Diana in Spencer and Jesse Plemons in The Power of the Dog. Michelle Polino, Fox News. We'll find out the Oscar winners March 27th. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. 
Did you know postcards continue to be one of the most versatile options in direct mail marketing? They offer a quick, affordable way to create intelligent, condensed direct mail campaigns. Most importantly, with a bit of innovation, postcards can break through the clutter and deliver direct market messages to your audience instantaneously like no other marketing tool. And now you can be sure you're using them effectively. Every Door Direct Mail is the most powerful and affordable direct mail service, and it works for any size business. You can mail a jumbo postcard printed, designed, and including postage for as low as 38 cents a piece. That's less than a postage stamp. No need for extra costs like mailing lists, postal permits, and addressing. Call Sky's the Limit today at 772-340-1090. That's 772-340-1090. And get $50 off a 5,000-piece EDDM mailing. Start reaching to people that matter to your business. Call 772-340-1090. Sky's the Limit Printing is your full-service marketing solution. Call 772-340-1090. That's Sky's the Limit. Support our shelter pets with your Johnny Cash. The Humane Society of the Treasure Coast presents the 2022 Paws and Claws Virtual Auction. Visit the online auction at hstchunt.org beginning March 1st to check out our items and submit bids. Place your bets now and get a head start on all the fun. The online auction will close on March 6th at 9 p.m. Visit the online auction at hstchunt.org. Again, that auction website is hstchunt.org. As a family-owned business for over 15 years, Crown Car Care's top priority is to build relationships with customers while keeping their vehicles safe and dependable. Fixing your car right the first time is their passion and mission. Crown has the skilled master mechanics and business know-how that will put a smile on your face without putting a dent in your wallet. Call Crown Car Care for the finest in automotive service and repair at 772-781-8000. Two locations to serve you, Martin Highway in Palm City and Cove Road in Stewart, 772-781-8000. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And a happy Wednesday morning to you and yours from all of us. Hi, sir. Do you mind if I step in and set this down for you? Yeah, just set it down here to my left, if you would, please. I'll bet you don't know about this. Oh, okay. Well, tell me about it, please. Push the button! Push the button! Oh, you want me to push the button? Is that what it is? Okay, I'll push the button. It's 7.08 this morning, Mr. Clock. Would you certify the time? It's now 7.08 a.m. All right, Bonnie, um, you, the man says he wants me to do this. Push the button! Push the button! So I'm pushing the button for I him. I think that man has had way too much coffee this morning. Oh, my gosh. Push the button! Push the button! Way too much Java. Either that or he stayed up way too late last night. Oh, Lord have mercy. That guy sounds ornery. Wow, definitely so. I'm glad I, he sounds not like I'm feeling. No. Because I'm not ornery Neither this am I. I'm not ornery at all. <laughs> just just not. But he kind of makes you feel anxious when he when he shouts that out, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, every now and then he pops up on the program and he tells us to push the button. So I push the button and this is what happens. He 
see what I did there? Yes, I, I, I <laughs> little see. Seg, little segue. <laughs> I see, said the blind man. <laughs> see, I got it right this time. You did. <laughs> you remembered from yesterday. I did. What do we got this morning, Bonnie? Happy birthday to Timothy Parker. I'll say he's a nephew of mine in town. All righty. Timothy, happy birthday. And, oh, he's getting married, too. Uh, oh. Timothy will be getting married. I think we'll be attending a wedding a wedding pretty soon here. You're going out of town for a wedding? Um, no, we're staying in town. Mm. I think it's going to be in town, yeah. And if we're traveling, it's not going to be very far. Do we have a know. wedding date for Timothy? I, you know, I have it on the invite at home. Mm. I just I just can't remember exactly what it is. Okay. When it is. All right. Well, have a great time. Oh, thank you. Definitely I, I haven't so. been to a wedding in a real long while. I know you go to like a wedding every other week. Every weekend. I'm, I'm like, I got a wedding Friday to do this week. I got a wedding Saturday. I got a wedding Sunday. It's just crazy. Do you sing at the weddings no. too? No. Oh, no. You're not like a wedding no, the, singer the then. The guests will run out the door. Are you a wedding crasher? No. Have you ever crashed a wedding? Nope. And <laughs> nope. I got a reputation uphold. I love that movie with, uh, is it Owen Wilson in that? Mm-hmm. Uh, the wedding. Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> funny, funny stuff. Yippers. Kelsey May, the country music singer, 23 years old today. Michael B. Jordan, 35 years old today. That's the Creed star who played the villain in Black Panther. That's the other Michael Jordan. Yes, not he, the basketball player. He is Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. The actor. Yes. There, you know, there's another Michael Jordan in town that I know, too. Is there? Uh, yeah, he's been like a fan of the radio for years, and oh. he's come to some events. We do have a, a Michael Jordan in Stewart. Okay, we have a celebrity that's a yes. fan of the show. Okay, yeah. Rose Leslie is 35. That's the Scottish lass who played, excuse me. Bless Ooh, you. Hiccup. No, I got a hiccup there. That's the Scottish lass who plays uh, Maya Rindell on The Good Fight. Tom Hiddleston is 41. That's Loki in the MCU. Charlie Day, 46. That's Benny in the Lego movies. Here we go. Finally, somebody we know. Travis Tritt, country music superstar. Hit he's most popular for? Best of Intentions. Best of Intentions? Mm-hmm. I don't, I'll admit, I don't know if I know that song. No? I don't. I know who Travis Tritt is. I, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just not real familiar with his music. Okay. Are you Give and me. Rachel like big fans um, of him? Well, he's a country music artist. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll pull it up for you and I'll play it for you. Oh yeah, let's see if I recognize the song, let the me, melody. Let me search it real quick. Best of Intentions by Travis Tritt, and with the magic of a little bit of country uh, music for the morning yeah. in the morning show. Of course, uh, the stupid commercial has to come on first. So and now here it is. And it's got this long ramp, it figures. Oh, yeah. The one that radio DJs it, love to talk about. You know, of. I'm not recognizing this. I had big plans for our future. Said I'd give you the whole world song. Real popular song on country stations. And you know what I find fascinating? The kids are liking this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I traveled with Topanga uh, a couple of years ago, and she was, I took her to Wisconsin when she was like only 13. We mm-hmm. traveled. She had country music playing, blasting in the car. Really? Yep. So I learned a lot of um, country songs that summer a couple of years ago by traveling with her. But wow. otherwise, I'm not, you know, that I'll get home and that's really not my go-to uh, lately. Not your go-to? No. 
My go-to is more like, um, oh, Halloween. I really enjoyed uh, Alexa, uh-huh. and I had her play all of these different Halloween tracks, mm-hmm. and uh, there was some uh, great music in that mix. Mm. Holly Johnson, 62 years old. Frankie Goes to Hollywood, the biggest hit. I remember that. This one. Yes. Remember this song? Relax, right? <laughs> you played this on the uh, the coast, didn't you? It was, yeah, a, it was we, a top 40 adult contemporary song. we did song. a time or two. Sure. How old is he? He's 62. That's the singer of the group? Yep. It's turning 62? Mm-hmm. 62 Frankie years. Goes to Hollywood, Frankie huh? Goes to Hollywood. What a name for a band. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, Jim Bullock, 67 years old today. Too close for comfort superstar. Charles Shaughnessy is 67. That's Mr. Sheffield on The Nanny. Oh, Mia oh Fe- Mr. Sheffield. Mr. Sheffield. Mr. Sheffield. Yes. How old does he turn today? 67. 67. He, he's yeah. a handsome man. Mm-hmm. He kind of reminds me of uh, Alan Thicke mm-hmm. uh, from that other program. Mia Farrow is 77 years old today. Wow. Joe Pesci, 79 years old today. Carol King, the amazing singer-songwriter. So far away, right? 80 years old. Carol King is 80? 80 years old. Man, that's just weird to me. Lots of songs. Mm-hmm. I feel the earth move under my feet. She's an excellent songwriter, too. Remember that too. one? I feel the earth move yeah. under my feet. Um, you've got a friend. You make me feel uh, like a natural woman. Oh, you've got a friend. Of J- I think she wrote that one, and uh, James Taylor sang that one, too. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. right, 100%. Will You Love Me Tomorrow and The Locomotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little Eva first did Locomotion, I think. Yeah, yeah, yep. for sure. But, um, I didn't know that Carol King did that one, too. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've heard it. Let's uh, rewind the clock and uh, go back in time with a little bit of back in the day. Back 80 years ago in 1942 when Congress implemented Daylight Saving Time. Mm-hmm. They did this to conserve fuel during World War II. That lasted about three and a half years, and then it was another two decades after that before they brought it back. Uh, do you like Paul McCartney and Wings, Evan? I do. They're actually, I, I love Band on the Run, one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. And I like Jet. Well, in 1972, which was 50 years ago, Paul McCartney and Wings made their official debut with a show at England's Nottingham University. Wow. And I know Beatle fans wouldn't like this, but I'm actually, I think I'm a bigger fan of, uh, like, Paul McCartney and Wings or Ringo Starr with his band. Like, I'm more of a fan of the music when all when the Beatles branched off and kind of made their own. Mm-hmm. You know, John Lennon's uh, music that he was making in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I like uh, the singles that George did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Rock Around the Clock singer Bill Haley died of a heart attack. He was only 55 when he died in... 1981. Mm. Magic Johnson, in 1992 on this date, came out of retirement to play with the NBA All-Star Game. Uh, That got kind of controversial from what I remember because um, it was his first competitive basketball game since retiring on November 7, 1991, after he found out he had HIV. But uh, he did come back to play in it. He scored 25 points. He had nine assists at the Western conference team beat the east 153 to 115 where magic was the mvp that year wow and one more for you the simpsons in 1997 became the longest running primetime animated series 
beating the record previously held by the Flintstones. I was trying to read your mind, and I was hoping you would go there, so I I cued this one up. You read that very well. And I I actually had it ready to go. I got lucky. Sweet. Because I never know where you're going to go. There's so many things there. I'm like, all right, is she going to go here? Is she going to go there? And so you went to the Simpsons. A lot of interesting uh, days in history yeah, on the state. Definitely again. so, without a doubt. Uh, today is um, Chocolate Day, Bonnie. February the 9th, it's National Chocolate Day. Yeah, and oh, boy, the Lord. chocolates, they're everywhere. I was yeah. in Winn-Dixie, and, you know, I, I have to stop and stare at all the uh, heart boxes full of those, I think they're called Ferocia Rochers. Excuse me if I'm <laughs> giving that incorrectly. Ferocia Rochers. Uh, Rochers. I okay. think they're the uh, real quality chocolate. They're okay. like the round chocolate balls. And, okay. Um, it's, it's just that higher-end chocolate. Chocolate's chocolate as far as I'm concerned. Toblerone, is, Toblerone is my favorite, I think. What is Toblerone? It's Swiss chocolate. I think it's from Switzerland. Mm. And you can find it in, on the shelves at Walgreens. Mm. I like for chocolate... I like the cookies and cream chocolate. I saw that out too when I was out yesterday. Oh yeah. Um, you know, hard chocolates, to... chocolate cookies and cream, and the um, they also make it in a uh, the Hershey's Kisses. Mm-hmm. They make the cookies and cream Hershey's Ooh, Kisses. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good. It's also National Bagel and Locks Day. National Bagels and Lox Day. It's been so long since I've had that. That's like raw salmon on a yeah. bagel, right? I am not a fan. With the cream cheese? Of lox. No, I, I like it. Give me a, like that hot, fresh, toasted bagel mm-hmm. with, the, with the salmon and the cream cheese. you got to have onion on it, too, I think. Now, I, I'm a little upset pertaining to bagels because for some reason, there's only a few places... That I can go and buy a garlic bagel anymore. You can't buy them in the grocery store. I wonder why. I don't know. You know they used to sell. They sold garlic. They sold onion. They sold blueberry, cinnamon, mm-hmm. raisin. Garlic bagels have disappeared from store shelves years ago. That's really weird because it. you mm-hmm. think that would be like their most popular one. Mm-hmm. People will be ordering that. There's only a few places that you can go to. And get a good garlic bagel toasted with cream cheese. Right down the street is one, Max's. Okay. They have garlic bagels there. Is that where our uh, friend, the superintendent, yes. stops? He, he stops in there. He pick, he brings those once in a mm-hmm. while. There's a few places that you can get garlic bagels, and that's one of the places. Nice. Because yep. I've actually stopped in there and gotten a garlic bagel with cream cheese um, sometimes when I have to come in a little late mm-hmm. and um, engineer a couple of shows. You know what I miss? I, I really used to like at McDonald's, they used to serve the bacon, egg, and cheese mm-hmm. their the bagel. And then there was a steak and cheese bagel yeah. that I loved. Yep, steak and cheese and egg on a, on a uh, bagel. They still do serve that. It's, uh, I think they do. Not where the McDonald's where I have gone. No, maybe uh, they did stop. I don't know. I th- it's been a while. I think they did. And it was like one of my favorite things to get on their menu for mm. breakfast anyway. Okay. It's National Toothache Day. So if you have a toothache, well, today's your day. And lastly, Bonnie, mm-hmm. you have a bathtub at home? Mm-hmm. You do? Mm-hmm. Well, it's National Read in the Bathtub uh, Day. So put a yeah. little bubble suds in there, pamper yourself, get a book, 
and enjoy and indulge. But make sure you don't fall asleep. No. Don't do that. Rachel has done that before. No kidding. Yes. Fall asleep she in is, the bathroom. Yes. That's oh my dangerous. gosh. She has fallen asleep. Yeah. She'll like cock her head back on the the back of the tub because we have one of these mm. big tubs, and she'll just she'll just be like. Oh man. You gotta she'll go wake go her up. Like a light. You go wake her up and get her out of there then. No. 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 What if something happened to her? She won't. If she goes under, she'll wake up. If, you know, something happened to her, they could get you for negligence. No, no. I know. I watch, <laughs> I watch way too much of the ID channel. <laughs> <laughs> no, she would wake up, though. Okay. She, she just usually, she'll she'll zone out. and It's not a sleep. It's just like a, a state of... Um, like a trance of kind of like hypnotism or whatever nice. the heck you call it. How relaxing. Yeah, zen. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Ah, she yeah. zens out in the tub. <laughs> 721 right now on the Get Up and Go show. It's the Wednesday morning edition. It's time for news. Let's get right over to the news desk where Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning to you, Evan. A Jupiter couple has has been arrested on aggravated child abuse charges after they physically abused and forcibly confined their adopted 13-year-old to live within a garage structure, according to police. WPTV's Todd Wilson has been following this story and has this. I've been working this story all day, and neighbors say they're stunned, surprised that the alleged abuse could even take place in their community. The investigation of a teen runaway case late last month has now led to child abuse allegations dating back years. Jupiter police say an 8 by 8 structure was found in a garage of the home in the Egret Landing neighborhood. A structure that police say included a doorknob and deadbolt, as well as a light switch that could only be accessed on the outside. Inside the room was a camera, mattress, and a bucket. Days later, officers located the child at school and were able to interview the 13-year-old. Investigators say they determined that the child was physically abused and forced to live in the structure by his adopted parents, Tracy and Timothy Ferreter, since 2017. They also determined the child was confined to the structure during the day. His meals were brought to him and he used a bucket to go to the bathroom. Eric Preisendorf says he used to live next door to the Ferreters saying he would see the kids playing in the street. We've been here for a while now, um, since 2007. Um, so knew them. Can't say we knew them well. Um, they kind of kept to themselves. He says he even saw a structure in the garage. Three-car three, three car garage. On the single-car garage was where there was a room built in there, but never went in the house or in the garage. Just could see it from the from the outside. Well, Timothy and Tracy Ferreter have been arrested. They are in the uh, Palm Beach County Jail. They're accused of aggravated child abuse. As for the three other kids that were in the house, we understand they have been removed by Child Protective Services. In Jupiter, Todd Wilson, WPTV. New legislation being heard Wednesday could guarantee agriculture gets the irrigation water it wants to siphon off Lake Okeechobee, even when the lake's level begins to fall. The bill the Senate Appropriations Committee filed Friday has South Florida environmentalists worried about myriad consequences, including prioritizing farming over the health of the Everglades, increasing discharges to the St. Lucie and Caloosahatchee rivers, also jeopardizing the Everglades' agricultural area, reservoirs, funding, and timetable. 
Governor Ron DeSantis last week called the EAA Reservoir the crown jewel of Everglades restoration designed to curb up to a combined 63% of Lake O discharges to the St. Lucie and Caloosahatchee rivers. Critics claim the bill is the latest political effort to circumvent the Lake O system operating manual being written to determine when, where, and how much lake water is discharged to the coastal estuaries for roughly the next decade. A South Florida Water Management District spokesperson stated that they're worried if the bill is approved, lawmakers could withhold funding for the EAA Reservoir and the Comprehensive Everglades Restoration Plan, a suite of projects designed to restore the River of Grass. The governor's controversial pick for Surgeon General is a step closer to confirmation. Yesterday, the Senate Ethics and Elections Committee, on a straight party-line vote, approved the nomination of Dr. Joseph Ladapo. Ladapo's appointment now goes to the full Senate. Astra is hoping the third time will be the charm when it comes to its first rocket launch from Cape Canaveral. The startup space company is planning a launch for tomorrow with a window that starts at 3 p.m. Earlier launch attempts on Saturday and Monday were scrubbed. The Florida Department of Transportation is seeing a concerning increase in deaths of stranded motorists on Florida's Turnpike. And WPTV's Megan McRoberts has a closer look. For tow truck drivers like Aaron Dames, years spent on the road. I started in 1989. Means more chances for close calls. You know, I've always been hit a couple times. They can only do so much for their safety, putting out cones, turning on lights, staying as far away from the road as possible. It can be very dangerous. That danger proven on the turnpike in St. Lucie County over the weekend. The Florida Highway Patrol says a 57-year-old tow truck driver from Miami was standing next to his open driver's side door in the southbound lane. A 20-year-old Deerfield Beach woman hit the door in the tow truck driver. And while she stopped, three other cars also hit the man but kept going. And it's sad. You know, it's like that's your fellow brother. You know, I mean, it's a guy that, you know, uh, trying to help people and working for his family and, and, you know, and lost his life. Drivers just used to need to take uh, time to be cautious when they're approaching anyone who's on the shoulder, whether it be a tow truck, a road ranger, or any other kind of vehicle. John Easterling is the traffic operations engineer for the Turnpike. He says FDOT is now pushing a stranded motorist safety campaign following two deaths on the Turnpike already this year. Cars hitting people who pulled over and got out of the car. There were 10 stranded motorists killed all of last year. We're more than five weeks into the new year, and we're already at two. So thus, we're really concerned about the, the trend. They're urging people to follow some of these tips if their car breaks down. Move your vehicle from the travel lane. Call star 347 for Florida Highway Patrol and Road Rangers. Stay in your car and wait for help. And if it's not safe to stay in your car, wait behind a protective barrier or guardrail. And if you see a stranded driver, slow down and move over. Megan McRoberts, WPTV. Lastly, there's a 52-year-old man in England who used to spend a lot of time hunting for stuff with his metal detector, but he gave it up when he started a family. But he recently got back into it a decade later. He used a new metal detector he bought for 15 minutes and found a 13th century gold coin that's worth a small fortune. That coin just sold at auction for $875,000. I bet he's glad he spent the money on that metal detector. Mm, definitely so. 
The L.A. Lakers lose to the Milwaukee Bucks, and L.A. trailed the Bucks by as many as 30 points as two-time MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo started 11 for 11 from the field en route to a dominant 44-point, 14-rebound, 8-assists, 2-block night. Also last night, the New York Knicks losing to Denver. L.A. Clippers lost to the Grizzlies. The Boston Celtics 126-91 to over the Brooklyn Nets. And the Phoenix Suns upsetting Philadelphia 114-109 to last night. Our news time is 729, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. are your passion, visit the Jensen Beach Chambers Wine, Food, and Fashion Week at the Harbor Bay Plaza in Sewell's Point this Tuesday, February 8th to Friday, February 11th. Four days of wine tasting, modeling, travel expos, and food tastings. Most events are free. A $20 raffle ticket benefits the Entrepreneurship Foundation and gets you a chance to win 55-inch TVs, laptops, and more. For information and tickets, visit JensenBeachChamber.com. Harbor Bay Plaza, between the two bridges in Sewell's Point. 7.30 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie has a peek outside. Bonnie? And we're still looking at one accident. This is on the turnpike this morning in Jupiter. It's the turnpike northbound at mile marker 116. There's a vehicle crash with some injuries right there. And northbound on the turnpike, that exit ramp is blocked to this morning at mile marker 116. Other areas, and we're looking up in St. Lucie County, it's uh, looking like a good ride up that way. We're not finding accidents there or tie-ups. There's your latest look at traffic. We've got some rain showers happening. It's 58 in Stewart. In Istanbul, Turkey, it's partly cloudy and 45. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 50s and low 60s with scattered rainfall across the area. Rain is expected to linger through the afternoon, then clearing skies by this evening. Highs today reaching the upper 60s to low 70s. Tomorrow, a cold start to the day with morning temperatures in the 40s. Then a pleasant, sunny afternoon with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. Friday, highs in the mid-70s, mostly sunny and mainly dry. For the weekend, another front moves in and rain chances increase. Sunday looks like the wetter of the two weekend days with highs in the mid to upper 70s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Are you an entrepreneur or a business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, 
Grow and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. The professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. The Oscar nominations are out. The Power of the Dog received 12 nominations. However, none for the ambivalence of the cat. Drive My Car received three nominations. It's based on something you would never, ever say to Tiger Woods. (laughs) Spirit and Frontier Airlines are merging. It's the only way they can survive since all their passengers keep winding up on the no-fly list. And there was a 2.7 earthquake in the L.A. hipster neighborhood of Silver Lake yesterday morning. Officials say there were tens of thousands of dollars lost in spilled chai tea lattes. <laughs> this is not headline news. From not headline news to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for stupid news. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? I like the banjo picking. It's nice and clean. Feels me, uh, makes me feel like I'm going to the hills up where George is. Mm-hmm. It gives you energy. Yes. A gigantic shipment of 20,000 coconuts was recently confiscated at a Colombian port recently, just before the coconuts were supposed to be shipped out to Italy. Now, and that's not because the coconuts were filled with liquid cocaine. Yeah, they oh were filled gosh. with liquid cocaine. 20,000 of them? 20,000. The whole, the complete 20,000. Yep. That's a lot of uh, cocaine and... and coco- cocoa cocaine. I go cocoa for coconuts. Yeah. Cocoa for... <laughs> it's unclear how the scheme was discovered, but it's possibly and possible that security scanners would be able to detect the unusual density inside the coconuts. Now, this sort of thing has been attempted in the past, and basically, someone uses a syringe to extract the real liquid out of the coconuts. Oh, my. Then pumps it up with liquid cocaine 
and covers the hole with resin. They go through a lot of work. Um, do they have a whole factory of workers doing that? I, I, I don't know, but the coconuts are currently being analyzed at a lab. The case is under investigation, so it's unclear who is actually sending the coconuts and who is receiving the coconuts. Oh, wow. There's a lot of yeah. thought process that goes into that. And it was found at a port in Colombia? A port in Colombia, Colombian port. Mm-hmm. Called the Port of Coco. Get oh. it? Coco, coconuts, oh. okay. cocaine. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Is that like Cocoa Beach? Yeah, like Cocoa Pebbles mm-hmm. or Cocoa Puffs, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, a 31-year-old girl in England named Ross Flynn was recently watching soccer videos with his girlfriend, and Ross attacked his girlfriend. Oh, yeah? Because she didn't think that Cristiano Ronaldo was hot. <laughs> really? Yeah. So so they were talking about the hotness of Cristiano, yeah. and um, she, was, she didn't think he was hot. Right. So he thought, the boyfriend thought she was denying it yeah. and maybe not being truthful. Yeah. Oh, how weird. Ronaldo plays for Manchester United right now. And if you don't know what he looks like, trust me, he's he's a pretty good looking dude. Uh, but Ross's question was even more specific than that. He wanted to know if she thought Ronaldo was hotter than her ex-boyfriend. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. So she said she's not attracted to Ronaldo, so she picked her ex. And that's when Ross hit her several times. Oh, I see. Luckily, she's okay, and he's in prison. The ex she was talking about actually passed away a few years ago. Oh, wow. So it's not like he was a threat or anything. Right. But Ross basically told her Ronaldo is the hottest man in the world, so if she thinks her ex is hotter, then she obviously thinks her ex is hotter than him, too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Very interesting. Very interesting. I see said the blind man. But, you know, I wonder, these sound like they're kids. They're probably kids, and, you know, they haven't really reached that maturity level probably right. yet in their relationship. Mm-hmm. You, you know how they get so jealous of one another. Mm-hmm. and But then... You know, later they go in life to find out that, well, looks aren't everything, everything they're cracked up to be. No, looks are not. I, as far as I'm concerned, looks aren't everything. It's uh, it's what's right here. This mm. is what matters most, mm-hmm. in my humble it's opinion. It's in your heart. Yes. It's what's in your heart. Let's go to Auburn, Maine, where police made a major drug bust when two men attempted to bail a friend out of jail using counterfeit money. Yes, mm. counterfeit money. Mm -hmm. Officers at the county jail alerted local authorities who found the pair waiting outside the jail for their friend to be released. Officers seized 112.3 grams of cocaine base, 165.3 grams of cocaine, 299.5 grams of fentanyl, and 492.3 grams of methamphetamine along with SC with an SCCY 9mm pistol from the vehicle and arrested the men. In short, the three friends were likely reunited just inside the jail and not on the outside as planned. If you had all those uh, drugs on you, Evan, all, uh, all of those drugs were in their vehicle, mm-hmm. would you even be near a jail? No. <laughs> no. And why would you go and try to bail your friend out of jail with counterfeit money if you have all those drugs? 
on your possession. Yeah, stupid criminals, they'll you know, try anything, I guess. Uh, you can't fix stupid. Mm-mm. Not at all. A 27-year-old from New Jersey named Richard Charkowski was hanging out with a buddy. That's, that's a good Polish name. You like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, he was hanging out with a buddy near Scranton, Pennsylvania last week and decided to cook up some taters in a frying pan. It was around midnight, and it's not clear if they had been drinking or not. But he offered to share and asked his friend if he wanted some taters, <laughs> which was nice to him. You're making me hungry for some right now. Well, his friend declined for whatever reason, and Richard did not take the rejection very well. When his friend said no, Richard completely flipped out. Over taters? Over taters. Because he wouldn't, because, because his friend said no, he didn't want any taters. Well, then there were more for Richard. Why right. did he freak out? Well, so Richard flipped out and he threw hot oil in the guy's face oh, and started gee. beating him over the head with oh, the frying pan. You're kidding me. No, I'm serious. Oh, my gosh. He hit him so hard the handle of the pan broke off. I take it there was some drinking involved. Well, thankfully, it sounds like the guy's going to be okay. Doctors treated him <laughs> for burns and a significant head injury, but he was alert enough to explain what happened to the police. Richard ran off before they got there, but didn't get far enough because he forgot to put his shoes on. So they found him nearby with mm-hmm. cuts all over his feet. Wow. He's facing a bunch of charges, including reckless endangerment and aggravated assault with a deadly frying pan. I would not want to be in the um, kitchen yeah. with Richard, especially when he starts cooking tater tots. No, definitely I not. I wouldn't want to be near that matter. No, no not if at I'm all. If I'm hungry or not, no, I not don't want all. it. That's an issue that uh, is not, not well. Uh, a total stranger walked into the neonatal intensive care unit at an Iowa hospital recently and bottle-fed a baby who wasn't even his. Oh, my gosh. Police are trying to identify a man they say got into the Mercy One Medical Center around midnight the other day by pretending to be the father of the baby. He slipped by a nurse, bottle-fed a baby in the NICU, and then walked out and left. The family, obviously, very frightened. Oh, yeah. This is something that would startle any parent. Yeah, you wonder what's in that bottle. Well, police say... The man seen on surveillance video was trespassing, but what they don't know is why he did what he did. They finally caught up with the guy and asked him why he did what he did. And his answer, Mm -hmm. I'm infertile and can't have kids, so I wanted to feel like a baby was mine, so I decided to walk into the nursery and feed one of the babies. Yep, sounds like he had a... Fatherly paternity kind of instinct, which caused him to do that. Very strange. Lastly, we're going to go to Thailand, where a tattoo artist has been getting a lot of attention online after it was revealed that he shares his home with eight young wives, all of whom get along great and with each other. Oh, yes. Fascinating. <laughs> Ong Dam Surat is the guy's name. Uh huh. Ong Dam Surat, eight, a young eight wives, eight wives, Gee. and he, uh, they all live together. Uh, he's a young tattoo artist specializing in traditional yantra style. Recently, sat down with a popular Thai comedian for an interview about his mm-hmm. controversial marital status. Surat is married not to one woman but to eight, all of whom live under the same roof. Wow. And consider themselves 
one big happy family. Mm-hmm. Now, on the show, which was which has garnered over three million views on YouTube, he says that he introduced each of his wives and spoke about how they met. The eight women described their husband as the kindest, most considerate man on earth and claim to all get along perfect. They all seem to agree with one another anyway. Yes. Uh, A match made, I don't even want to say heaven. I I keep seeing that guy on TV that there's that reality show on TV, Mm -hmm. that blonde-haired dude. Mm -hmm. He has, I think he has about maybe like four or five, I think they call it Sister Wives. Mm -hmm. Is that show? Um, I'm not sure. I have heard of what you're talking about, though. But this guy married and eight wives, all living under the same roof, but I wonder, cohabitating. I wonder if he gives a great tattoo. Now I want to go to Thailand and get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can become wife number nine. I don't, I don't not, think so. I don't think so. Maybe he tattoos. Yeah. Your arm with pictures of his wife. Oh my gosh, it just wouldn't be right. It's so not right. It is 7.45 news time, all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie is standing by with the headlines for the morning. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A Brevard judge sentenced a Hope Sound man to 25 years in state prison for attempted premeditated first-degree murder, according to the 18th Judicial Circuit State Attorney's Office. Circuit Judge Lisa Davidson sentenced Lawrence Tyrone Jones, age 52, on Monday. A Brevard jury convicted him just over four months ago on a court of attempted first-degree premeditated murder in the September 2, 2017 knife attack on his former girlfriend. According to a press release by Todd Brown, a spokesperson for the state attorney's office, a caller told 911 that a man was attacking a woman in the parking lot of Bottle Brush Apartments in Palm Bay, Brown said. When police arrived, they found Jones' ex-girlfriend critically injured behind a building. She had stab wounds to her arms, hands, face, neck, shoulder, and stomach. The injuries required multiple surgeries and months of rehabilitation. In addition to 25 years in state prison, Davidson ordered two years of community control and three years of supervised probation, Brown said. Jones was credited with 1,619 days for time served. President Biden says the U.S. and Germany are in lockstep when it comes to preventing Russia from invading Ukraine, but Florida Senator Rick Scott is not impressed. Germany's a weak ally. They put themselves in a horrible position where they they have to rely on Russian oil. They shut down nuclear plants in their country and put themselves in a position that, that they're more dependent on Russia, which is really foolish. SpaceX says a geomagnetic storm damaged its latest batch of 49 Starlink Internet satellites, keeping most of them from making the proper orbit. The satellites were launched last Thursday aboard a Falcon 9 rocket from Kennedy Space Center. The Florida Department of Transportation is seeing a concerning increase in deaths of stranded motorists on Florida's Turnpike. And WPTV's Megan McRoberts with a closer look. 
for tow truck drivers like Aaron Dames. Years spent on the road. I started in 1989. Means more chances for close calls. You know, I've always been hit a couple times. They can only do so much for their safety, putting out cones, turning on lights, staying as far away from the road as possible. It can be very dangerous. That danger proven on the turnpike in St. Lucie County over the weekend. The Florida Highway Patrol says a 57-year-old tow truck driver from Miami was standing next to his open driver's side door in the southbound lane. A 20-year-old Deerfield Beach woman hit the door in the tow truck driver. And while she stopped, three other cars also hit the man but kept going. It is sad. You know, it's like that's your fellow brother. You know, I mean, it's a guy that you know, uh, trying to help people and working for his family and, and you know, and lost his life. Drivers just used to need to take uh, time to be cautious when they're approaching anyone who's on the shoulder, whether it be a tow truck, a road ranger, or any other kind of vehicle. John Easterling is the traffic operations engineer for the Turnpike. He says FDOT is now pushing a stranded motorist safety campaign following two deaths on the Turnpike already this year. Cars hitting people who pulled over and got out of the car. There were 10 stranded motorists killed all of last year. We're more than five weeks into the new year, and we're already at two. So thus, we really concerned about the, the trend. They're urging people to follow some of these tips if their car breaks down. Move your vehicle from the travel lane. Call star 347 for Florida Highway Patrol and Road Rangers. Stay in your car and wait for help. And if it's not safe to stay in your car, wait behind a protective barrier or guardrail. And if you see a stranded driver, slow down and move over. Megan McRoberts, WPTV. Proposals dubbed by opponents as the Don't Say Gay Bills are advancing in the Florida legislature. They would prohibit school districts from encouraging classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels. K through three. We're talking about K through three. That's Senate sponsor Dennis Baxley. A House bill focuses on K through 5. The measures prompted a tweet from President Biden. He said every member of the LGBTQ community is loved and accepted just as they are, especially, as the president put it, the kids who will be impacted by this hateful bill. And lastly, the governor's controversial pick for Surgeon General is a step closer to confirmation. Yesterday, the Senate Ethics and Elections Committee on a straight party line vote approved the nomination of Dr. Joseph Ladapo. Ladapo's appointment now goes to the full Senate. In the Olympics, uh, snowboarder Lindsay Jacobellis became the first American gold medalist at the 2022 Beijing Olympics jumping to an early lead and holding on to win the women's snowboard cross on Wednesday. Jaco Bellis is 36. She becomes the oldest snowboarder to medal at the Olympics and earned her second medal in five games. Uh, we also added a few more medals yesterday. Cross-country skier Jesse Diggins took bronze in the women's sprint. It's the first individual medal we've ever won in women's cross-country skiing. And freestyle skier Colby Stevenson also picked up silver medal in men's big air. News time is 7.52, and we'll have weather and traffic together for you next. You asked for it. Buck a 
Chuck Sundays are back at Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar. Join us at Stringer's Tavern every Sunday and enjoy Buck-A-Shuck oysters all day. Don't miss happy hour, sip on drink specials, and dine on discounted appetizers every day from 3 to 6. In the mood for tunes? Dance to live music in the Courtyard Bar Friday through Tuesday. Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar in Harbor Bay Plaza, Sewell's Point. For reservations, menu information, and our live music schedule, visit stringerstavern.com. 7.52 right now is the time on the Wednesday edition of the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie's got to peek out the door once again. Bonnie? And Evan, on the turnpike northbound in Jupiter, there's a vehicle crash with injuries. Roadblock two that way. Turnpike northbound where the exit ramp is blocked at mile marker 116, and that's in Jupiter right now. Uh, here in Stewart, uh, we're looking at a good ride. We're not finding any issues right now right here. No issues on our highways either in St. Lucie County. Things there looking good this morning. And there's your latest look at traffic. Under cloudy sky, we do have 57 degrees in Stewart. It's 20 degrees under a clear sky in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 50s and low 60s with scattered rainfall across the area. Rain is expected to linger through the afternoon, then clearing skies by this evening. Highs today reaching the upper 60s to low 70s. Tomorrow, a cold start to the day with morning temperatures in the 40s. Then a pleasant, sunny afternoon with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. Friday, highs in the mid-70s, mostly sunny and mainly dry. For the weekend, another front moves in and rain chances increase. Sunday looks like the wetter of the two weekend days with highs in the mid to upper 70s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Life has taught you many lessons. Like, all you can eat is strangely unsatisfying. That's why it's better to have what you actually need. You've also learned that one size fits all never seems to fit. That's why a Cigna Medicare Advantage plan gives you care that fits your specific health needs. Learn more at CignaMedicare.com. Because life has taught you well. Cigna is contracted with Medicare for P2P plans, HMO, and PPO plans in select states and with select state Medicaid programs. Enrollment in Cigna depends on contract renewal. Come celebrate my town at the Martin County Fair, February 11th through 19th at the same location on Dixie Highway. New attractions include a space circus, Ringling Brothers Circus in miniature, and more. Enjoy all of our animals, including bears. There's lots of great entertainment. And, of course, fair food. Bring your kids, bring your grandkids, or just come out with friends and help celebrate your town. My town at the Martin County Fair, February 11th through 19th. Details at martincountyfair.com. In retirement, it's all about income, not spending down your principal. And anyone who tells you otherwise simply does not understand proper retirement planning. Hi, I'm Michael Burley of P-Capital Management, inviting you to tune in to the Retirement Income Program. Powerful truths that you must know and understand so you may live the retirement you deserve. The key to retirement success is income. Tune in to the Retirement Income Program right here every Monday morning at 11. 
Around Town Magazine is in their 45th year of publishing. On the cover, Chapters Health System offers a wide range of palliative medicine and hospice care for adults and children. Always by your side. On the back cover, Lotus Gunworks of South Florida, largest indoor gun range on TC, the 44th Home and Gardens, extraordinary communities to retire and enjoy, including Air, a taste of stylish design with Doris Clemens Interiors, Sunshine Furniture, Saturday's Interiors, Agler Tile and Bath, 55-plus living with the Palms of St. Lucie West Better Life Home Care, Live Theater with Sunrise Theater, Riverside Theater, Travel Resorts, Attractions, Captain Hiram's Davis House Inn, Courtyard Marriott, Bock Tower, Florida Oceanographic, Health New World of Medicine, including Alzheimer's Research, Gem Research, Breast Cancer, CareNet Pregnancy Services Special, Prescribed Pediatric Care, Home Care America, Dining, Bon Appetit, Renato's Restaurante, Southern Pig and Cattle, Casa Tequila, Captain Hiram's, Around Town Magazine is power-packed and and so much more. For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansync.com. Taking your business to the next level requires money, and the Florida SBDC at Any River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no-cost consulting and low-cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government-backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender, we have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business. For one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285, online at irscbiz.com. Support our shelter pets with your Johnny Cash. The Humane Society of the Treasure Coast presents the 2022 Paws and Claws Virtual Auction. Visit the online auction at hstcfund.org beginning March 1st to check out our items and submit bids. Place your bets now and get a head start on all the fun. The online auction will close on March 6th at 9 p.m. Visit the online auction at hstc1.org. Again, that auction website is hstc1.org. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Coming up on 8 o'clock right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station, Martin County Administrator Taryn Chris is going to be here, Bonnie, just a few moments. Yeah, we can't wait to hear from Taryn. We love hearing from her every week. Giving us some insight on all things pertaining to Martin County right here at WSTU Stewart. Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next.
night in Loudoun County, Virginia. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Your policies are now more of a threat to my children's long-term well-being, health, and potential than COVID ever was. As parents like him spoke out against masks at a school board meeting, a procession of suspended students served members with cease and desist affidavits, urging them to comply with Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's order allowing kids to opt out of wearing masks in school. Virginia's legislature is expected to approve an opt-out law with some Democrats in support, while two more Democrat-led states get ready to lift or revise mask mandates. Fox's Evan Brown has this update live. Yeah, Dave, New York and Illinois are joining California, Connecticut, Oregon, and Delaware in doing away with those masking orders. Each of those states are led by Democratic Party governors who, for much of the pandemic, championed the ongoing mask policies. The policy changes come amid signs that public sentiment is shifting, though case numbers in many of these states are starting to level off from the Omicron variant surge. But the CDC is still saying now is not the time to ease those mandates, Dave. Evan, Michigan Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who faced a lot of criticism for her COVID restrictions, could have been hurt by them. A second man expected to plead guilty today in the alleged plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer and could help prosecutors in the trial against four others next month. Amid the ongoing surge of migrants coming to America, the Biden administration is working on a new way to deal with them. Put more illegal immigrants on the streets rather than in detention centers, focusing on the population of single adults that is normally detained. Now will target in its pilot program cities including Baltimore and Houston, released seeing about 100 to 200 single adult migrants with ankle monitors or other tracking devices, and they must be home from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Fox's Griff Jenkins, Team USA's finally struck Olympic gold. Lindsay Jacob Ellis got the gold in snowboard cross. The Americans now have seven overall medals. America's listening to Fox News. Why does Walgreens offer co-pays as low as $0 and 90-day refills? Because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same-day prescription delivery making your life easier? Or how there's a pharmacy expert available 24-7 and one-click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. $0 co-pays apply to Tier 1 generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See Walgreens.com slash Medicare for complete details. So, I just picked out the perfect ring. And that night, my girlfriend started seeing ads for wedding dresses. I haven't even popped the question yet. Why is she seeing ads for things based on what I'm looking at online? I downloaded the DuckDuckGo app, and I stopped getting creepy ads right away. DuckDuckGo is the easy button for privacy. With one simple download, you can search, browse, and email privately. Take back your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. There are mixed reviews among Republicans to what the National Committee did the other day, censuring Congressman Adam Kinzinger and Congresswoman Liz Cheney for helping Democrats investigate last year's Capitol riot, probing several Republicans and former President Trump. Top Senate Republican Mitch McConnell says the Republican National Committee should not single out Republicans like Representative Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger over their membership on the select committee investigating January 6th. We, we saw it happen. It was a violent insurrection. House Republican Conference Chair Elise Stefanik says Republicans condemn all violence. The RNC has every right to take any action, and the position that I have is that you're ultimately held accountable to voters in your district, voters who you represent. 
There has been a push by some House Republicans to expel Cheney and Kinzinger from the conference. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks can surge a second straight day. Dow futures at more than 200 points. Baseball is still in limbo, with Major League owners locking out players after the Indians' contract expired in December, so spring training in the season is on hold. But one player who had been suspended hopes this will let him pitch again. In his first public remarks since being placed on administrative leave by Major League Baseball, Trevor Bauer spoke on the sexual assault accusations that were levied against him last year, for which he has now been cleared by L.A. County prosecutors. I had consensual sex with this woman on two occasions uh, at my residence in Pasadena, during which uh, we engaged in rough sex. Bauer on his YouTube channel, the Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher also fired back at what he saw as a smear campaign against him online. When she left, she certainly did not look anything like the photos that were later attached to her family court declaration and circulated by her lawyers to the media. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. A blowout in the NBA. Boston beat Brooklyn by 35 points. The Celtics' sixth straight win, the Nets' ninth loss in a row. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Boost three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. I can't seem to find a local printer that understands my needs. I had the same problem until I found Sam at Sky's the Limit Printing in Port St. Lucie. He actually took the time to discuss ideas and make recommendations to fit my budget. It seems the other shops just wanted to take my order without asking me what I was trying to accomplish. Do they sell all types of printing like business cards, postcards, car magnets, and direct mail? They sure do. They designed everything for me and more. Plus, I felt confident with Sam and his team. I'm so glad I mentioned this to you. I tried to do it online, and they wanted me to design everything myself and couldn't get advice or talk to a person. I needed help figuring out what's best for my business also, and that's exactly what Sam did. Call Sky's the Limit at 772-340-1090. Call now. They have a special where you buy 1,000 cards and get 1,500 free. That's 2,500 cards for just $89 plus tax and design at Sky's the Limit. I'll call them right now, 772-340-1090. So happy I asked you. I'm going to call Sam at Sky's the Limit right now. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, 
Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much. Hour number three for you and me this morning. I need some coffee before I black out. All right. Well, I'll get you some coffee. It's in the other room. Hey, who's ready to have some fun? We're always ready to have some fun. I can't wait to get started. All right. Well, we'll get started here in just a moment. Got to let you know what time it is. It's 8.07, Mr. Clock, please. It's now 8.07 a.m. 8.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show. And as always, each and every Wednesday morning, we welcome in Martin County Administrator, the one and only, Taryn Krizda, is joining us this morning, Bonnie. Yeah, good morning. morning. How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing excellent. Are you staying dry, Taryn? You know, I just was coming into the office in this weather. I was thinking... This is, you know, I mean, I heard we might have showers, but it's weird outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, for it to yeah. snow. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be waiting a long time. <laughs> yeah, I imagine, you know, you think of people that live up north and you wonder how they manage it. I guess they don't know any different, but, you know, we have a few days like this and throws us off our game, but... At the end, we still have warm weather, beautiful place, and we live in paradise. Yeah, we do, and I, I just kind of wish I would have worn something warmer even this morning. Yeah, I mean, There's, we complained. You know, I was cold yesterday, leaving the office last night. I was thinking, yeah. my goodness, it was like 62 degrees, and it was freezing. We complain about a couple of days of cold weather, but, man, the, the folks up north, they got it for, like, months. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, they get, don't get much of a reprieve, but then... It's really pretty from what they say, you know, uh, when spring comes and everything starts blooming again and I don't know. Yeah, it kind of makes you feel light on your feet. But I grew up in a place, too, where we got like um, we get like three months of summer, (laughs) three months of, you know, that hot, enjoyable summertime weather. And the rest of it really um, turns to all winter pretty much and fast. Yeah. Yeah. So you appreciate Florida, Bonnie. I really do. Boy, just do we like, both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good to be here. And uh, Yeah, so yeah. Um, we didn't have a meeting yesterday, but we do have, uh, we have a ribbon cutting tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock out at our uh, county line station, station 36, mm-hmm. our fire station. We completely renovated uh, that facility, and, um, it, you know, we're bringing... We've got four stations currently under construction that were stations that were built back in the old days, you know, before all of our uh, our new required codes with hurricane wind loads and things like that. So we're getting those um, up and running. And so Station 36 out on County Line Road will be one that we'll be doing uh, tomorrow. And yesterday, we didn't have a board meeting, but we spent uh, half the day doing an exercise with our friends at FTNL with the nuclear plant and the um, the uh, regulation committee that nuclear reg- reg- regulation committee that also looked at us when we did this drill to see you know they kind of grade you to see where you may have where, where you may want to improve did you follow your plan um, we've got a pretty specific you know, when this happens, you do this, and when this happens, you do this. Or when you get to a level one, you do this. When you get to level two, you do this. So we spent the morning um, just running through that to make sure that everybody, all the participants knew their role and everybody uh, did what they were supposed to do, and I think we fared okay, very well. Um, so other than that, we don't have a whole heck of a lot going on here in Martin County. It's Hopefully it remains quiet. We've got 
I've got <clears throat> the state of the county address coming up here um, in a couple weeks, which is just, it'll be out at the uh, church out in Palm City. You know, it's just an opportunity to update the board on where we are and and uh, what kind of things we've got going on. And, and um, we've got Arts Fest coming up this weekend, which will be great. So for those of folks that have not done that before, it'll be downtown Stewart. Um, there is an admission fee, but uh, you can come in Saturday or Sunday and get to see that. And um, I see Brightline. You know, that's something we've been getting some complaints, people mm-hmm. calling and complaining about the railroad crossings um, specifically. And I get it, Jensen Beach Boulevard and closing off the uh, restaurants and the businesses that are downtown Jensen. But right. we don't have any control over that, mm-hmm. none. Um, we met with the folks from Brightline earlier this week um, just to kind of get an update on where they are. And they're moving forward, um, and they're making those improvements so that they can provide a better service for their uh, participants, but also, you know, hopefully get those trains through these intersections in a quickly fashion. Um, so, you know, I, I know it's inconvenient. Uh, but at the same time, um, it is what it is. We just don't have any control over it. We can't tell them not to. We can't tell them to stop. You know, we've tried. We, when we can, we interject ourselves to coordinate with the schools and different things like that. But aside from that, we're our hands are tied. Taryn, I know last week we uh, touched a little bit about uh, an event that goes on at the mansion every so often, uh, the music at the mansion. And yeah. I saw this past uh time when they had it it was packed yes yes people just that is just a wonderful venue um and they get some good talent in and you can just sit out on the lawn and you know just relax and enjoy a good afternoon of entertainment and um yeah it's it's just phenomenal. I just think it's it's wonderful that we're able to do that um, and provide that. And I think they usually try to have food trucks there too. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if they've been successful in that, but mm-hmm. I know they they've been trying to do that. So I think they try to do it about once a month. Um, and so I don't have. I was looking at their uh, website. I don't see where they've got one. It's not this weekend, but. Um, yeah, because I think we just had one um, last we just Sunday. Just had one last weekend. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's packed. It's it's a it's one of those things that they just absolutely love. And then we also have, if folks are looking for things to do in Martin County, we opened up our um, our golf course. The the, uh, the clubhouse isn't open yet, but the golf course is now open, so you can go. And um, it's an 18 hole, and and uh, it's been winning awards. It's a reversible; they call it a reversible nine hole course. Um, and then they've got uh, their 18 hole, so you can, you know, go out there, and it's a beautiful. It's just if you haven't been out there, if you like to golf, um, mm-hmm. it's just been completely renovated, and it's a beautiful venue for folks that want to golf. So, where's that golf course at, Taryn? It's over on St. Lucie Boulevard here. You would you would either come off of Indian or you would come off of East Ocean and take St. Lucie Boulevard to head 
if you're coming off the Indian, you'd go north. If you're coming off the East Ocean, you go south. It's about halfway in between. Those two, it sits on the, uh, if you can envision the airport, um, it, it kind of intertwines with the airport property. So it's back in, even though it's a little residential neighborhood, you don't think about it, but um, yeah. the golf course is back there. So it's just a, we've, we've turned that into a good recreational opportunity for folks. And and uh, we're looking forward to getting that clubhouse opened and, and um even providing better better things for there. Um, the driving range is great. It's all electronic. You can track your balls. You can track your swing. You, I mean, it's all state-of-the-art technology, so it's great. That's really cool. So much to do in Stewart. Um, mm-hmm. We had Stephanie on the show, too, earlier this week, and they're having a food, wine, and fashion event all week, like out at Harbor Bay Plaza. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, I was out there last night. They had a chamber event, and there was um, music playing, and they had some different things going on, and it was kind of like a, you know, a sidewalk sale, if you will. Yeah, the Jensen Beach Chambers, uh, who sponsors that event. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. Yep. Yeah, it, it was very... It was very nice, and you know, Bonnie, you always bring up the fair that starts Friday. Yay! Uh, so, <laughs> folks that want to uh, <clears throat> go out for the opening night, that'll be Friday night, and then they'll have they go all through next week. So, uh, if you have to travel that way, just beware that the uh, traffic will be um, intense as it usually is during that time. But um, yeah, the fair's kicking off. So yeah, it's you know, after we get through the the Christmas season, if you will. We start hitting these. Last weekend was the Arts Fest in Hooktown, and before that was the Arts down in Jensen, and so you'll see more and more of the Arts Festival coming up here in Stewart this weekend, and so there's going to be a little bit of activity for things to do here in the next month, so it's great. Yep, we're bringing our entire family out to the Martin County Fair this year. Good for you. Yeah. I know you really enjoy that fair. Well, eat a funnel cake for me. I definitely will. Yeah, eat one for me too. Okay, a please. Whole, a whole spool of cotton candy I'll do for you too. Get the kids all sugared go. up. Yes. There you go. Well, hopefully it'll be a good fair. You know, um, I drive by there uh, every so often and it, they're getting all set up and it looks like they're going to have uh, a lot of good rides and for those folks that want to go they always i love the livestock show and going back and seeing these young kids that are really taking uh care of these animals and proud to show their their uh what they've done in in bringing these animals up and so that's really always a nice nice thing to do yeah the martin county kids are spectacular too they were nice to me when i did the bumper cars a couple of years ago they're the nice martin county kids so we can't we can't bump into that nice old lady. <laughs> hey, hey now. They took it easy on you, right, Bonnie? They did. Oh, that's yes, funny. Yes, that's they did. But, um, but, yeah, we got a lot of good things going on here in Martin all right, County. All right, very good. That's Martin County Administrator Taryn Krizda. She joins us each and every 
Wednesday morning on the program, giving us an update on all things pertaining to Martin County. Taryn, always... Have a great day. Yes, you all have a great day as well, too, Taryn. Take care. Bye-bye now. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,830 an ounce. Silver opening up $23.24 an ounce. That's your Precious Metals Report, and it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news once again. Let's go right to the news desk. Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning to you, Evan. A Jupiter couple has been arrested on aggravated child abuse charges after they physically abused and forcibly confined their adopted 13-year-old to live within a garage structure, according to police. And WPTV's Todd Wilson has been following the story. We've been working this story all day, and neighbors say they're stunned, surprised that the alleged abuse could even take place in their community. The investigation of a teen runaway case late last month has now led to child abuse allegations dating back years. Jupiter police say an 8x8 structure was found in a garage of the home in the Egret Landing neighborhood. A structure that police say included a doorknob and deadbolt, as well as a light switch that could only be accessed on the outside. Inside the room was a camera, mattress, and a bucket. Days later, officers located the child at school and were able to interview the 13-year-old. Investigators say they determined that the child was physically abused and forced to live in the structure by his adopted parents, Tracy and Timothy Ferreter, since 2017. They also determined the child was confined to the structure during the day. His meals were brought to him and he used a bucket to go to the bathroom. Eric Preisendorf says he used to live next door to the Ferreters saying he would see the kids playing in the street. We've been here for a while now, um, since 2007. Um, so knew them. Can't say we knew them well. Um, they kind of kept to themselves. He says he even saw a structure in the garage. Three-car three, three car garage. On the single-car garage was where there was a room built in there, but never went in the house or in the garage. Just could see it from the from the outside. Well, Timothy and Tracy Ferreter have been arrested. They are in the uh, Palm Beach County Jail. They're accused of aggravated child abuse. As for the three other kids that were in the house, we understand they have been removed by Child Protective Services. In Jupiter, Todd Wilson, WPTV. 
New legislation being heard Wednesday could guarantee agriculture gets the irrigation water it wants to siphon off Lake Okeechobee, even when the lake's level begins to fall. The bill and Senate Appropriations Committee filed Friday has South Florida environmentalists worried about myriad consequences, including prioritizing farming over the health of the Everglades, increasing discharges to the St. Lucie and Caloosahatchee Rivers, and jeopardizing the Everglades agricultural area reservoirs funding and timetable. Governor Ron DeSantis last week called the EAA reservoir the crown jewel of Everglades restoration, designed to curb up to a combined 63% of Lake O discharges to the St. Lucie and Caloosahatchee rivers. Critics claim the bill is the latest political effort to circumvent the Lake Okeechobee system operating manual being written to determine when, where, and how much lake water is discharged to the coastal estuaries for roughly the next decade. A South Florida Water Management District spokesperson stated that they're worried if the bill is approved, lawmakers could withhold funding for the EAA Reservoir and the Comprehensive Everglades Restoration Plan, a suite of projects designed to restore the River of Grass. Peloton laid off 2,800 employees yesterday, about 20% of their workforce, and each person's severance package includes a one-year Peloton subscription-free, about a $500 value. The severance packages include other stuff, too, but the free subscription is all people are talking about because who wants to have daily interaction with a company that just canned you? Uh, Peloton did... Uh, great early on the pandemic, but sales have been way down, partly because people aren't stuck at home anymore, and they also just replaced their CEO. Brace yourself. We're about to be hit by a tornado, but it's only a test. Everyone is being asked to use today's statewide tornado drill as a practice run. Practice makes perfection, so we want to encourage that participation throughout the community to ensure that they know what to do in the event that we face this risk. Broward Emergency Management's Ron Guerrero suggests even schools and workplaces engage in the voluntary drill as a part of the Florida Severe Weather Awareness Week. Last month, a handful of twisters, including an EF2, tore through parts of southwest Florida. They destroyed dozens of homes, uprooted trees, and caused millions of dollars in damage, but no major injuries were reported. Erica Rodriguez, Miami. Lastly, the NFL's control over ticket purchase opportunities is a major factor driving high prices for Sunday Super Bowl 56 in Inglewood, California. Several secondary market companies said the admission price for this year's game has hovered between $4,500 and $6,000 since early last week, and those prices are expected to rise as the ticket availability decreases. For the big spenders, the most expensive suite, which seats 24 people, is available for nearly $800,000. Hmm. How much? $800,000. So for 24 people, that's, get this, Evan, $33,333 a person. I'll stay at home in my chair and eat my pint of ice cream for that. (laughs) And then for that amount, they are getting about four hours of Super Bowl entertainment. (laughs) Not happening. (laughs)
Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer will not be criminally charged by L.A. prosecutors. The L.A. County District Attorney's Office said on Tuesday the ruling concludes a five-month review of the case, which stems from sexual assault allegations made against Bauer by a San Diego woman who sought a restraining order against him in June. And in the NBA, the Miami Heat are in the Big Easy to battle the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. Last night, the Orlando Magic won at Portland, 113-95. News time is 827, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. are your passion, visit the Jensen Beach Chambers Wine, Food, and Fashion Week at the Harbor Bay Plaza in Sewell's Point this Tuesday, February 8th to Friday, February 11th. Four days of wine tasting, modeling, travel expos, and food tastings. Most events are free. A $20 raffle ticket benefits the Entrepreneurship Foundation and gets you a chance to win 55-inch TVs, laptops, and more. For information and tickets, visit JensenBeachChamber.com. Harbor Bay Plaza, between the two bridges in Sewell's Point. 828 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie's got another peek out the door. Bonnie? Well, Evan, of course, it's been raining outside, you know, here pretty much all morning. So you're going to have to contend with the rain on the roadways. Give yourself some extra time. And if you are heading out, it's a nice path anyway, besides the rain. We're not looking at any accidents right here. Our major highways. US-1, everything is moving up to speed right now. And there's your latest look at traffic. It's raining this morning, getting the showers here in Stewart, and we are at 56. And here's more on our forecast at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 50s and low 60s with scattered rainfall across the area. Rain is expected to linger through the afternoon, then clearing skies by this evening. Highs today reaching the upper 60s to low 70s. Tomorrow, a cold start to the day with morning temperatures in the 40s. Then a pleasant, sunny afternoon with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. Friday, highs in the mid-70s, mostly sunny and mainly dry. For the weekend, another front moves in and rain chances increase. Sunday looks like the wetter of the two weekend days with highs in the mid to upper 70s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show.
The professionals at Mark Freckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start grow and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. I, the great Zoltan, gypsy fortune teller, gaze into my crystal ball and see happy families at the Martin County Fair, Friday, February 11th through Saturday the 19th. Exciting rides, music, entertainment, livestock shows, delicious corn dogs, and funnel cakes. One day I hope to move out of Mother's Basement and into a fancy gypsy wagon like in the movies. Until then, I predict you will save money by buying tickets in advance at martincountyfair.com. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget, a Quality of Life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 8.32 is the time on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And now it's time to go out to a galaxy where nowhere else dares to venture except for this guy, Captain Randy Siegel. Good morning, Capitan. Good morning, Admiral. Do you believe it was on this date in history, going back to 1971, that we saw the return of Apollo 14 from the moon? Yep. That was when Alan Shepard, Edgar Mitchell and Stuart Rusa returned from the moon, landing in the Pacific Ocean, and bringing back with it a lot of moon rocks. Yep, it was the last post-missions quarantine of astronauts, because we knew that there was no life or any possibility of contamination from the moon rocks. So that was the last time they had to go into quarantine. But it was quite a ride, to say the least, and a long flight for Alan Shepard. You may recall, Alan Shepard was the first American to go into space, space flying a suborbital space flight. Then an inner ear problem prevented him from going back into space. But once they were able to clear that up, he then became a candidate to fly, which he did successfully on Apollo 14. The astronauts on board the International Space Station 
raised their orbit about a half a mile. They fired the Progress 79 cargo ship's engines for about two minutes and 22 seconds, boosting the space station six-tenths of a mile in preparation for the Soyuz MS-20 craft that will be arriving in mid-March, as well as the Soyuz MS-19 TRIO, which will be departing on March 30th. NASA astronaut Mark Vanderhee will be returning to Earth inside the Soyuz MS-19 cruise ship, completing a single flight record of 355 days in orbit. Flight engineer Thomas Marshburn configured the combustion integration rack, beginning a pair of studies exploring fire growth in microgravity. Matthias Marr from the European Space Agency, he watered and photographed plants growing in the veggie pods on board of the station. Kayla Barron, meanwhile, set up the Astrobee robotic assistant in order to collect visual data and create a localization map inside the Harmony module. She also followed fellow astronaut Rajar Shuri and reviewed spacewalking responsibilities and configured spacewalking tools. Russians Anton Sheplerev joined Pyotr Tubrov to study heart and circulation system adaptation to weightlessness. The duo from Russia also worked on cargo activity and air repressurization activity inside the Progress 79 vehicle. The next crew that will be heading to the International Space Station will consist of Oleg Artsimeyev, Denis Metvin, and Sergei Korsakov from Russia. They will go on the ISS-67 crew. Their backup crew members, Sergei Propokiev, Dmitry Petlin, and Anna Kalkina, also did reviews, and both crews have now been cleared fully medically to fly to the International Space Station. When they do fly to the space station, they will use a two-orbit rendezvous scheme, taking about three hours. This will shorten the time for them to arrive at the station. Russia wants to have two manned Soyuz two-turn schemes in place this year. It'll save them a lot of time from the six hours it normally takes for the astronauts to get to the International Space Station. South Korea will invest $10 million in creating a new engine for a launch vehicle. South Korea is interested in continuing to fly into space and hopes that the new technology will help their country advance in, with the space industry by 2030. NASA and Lockheed has selected Lockheed Martin to build a small rocket that will transport samples collected by the Perseverance rover into orbit around Mars. The agency awarded a contract up to $194 million to Lockheed to develop the Mars Ascent Vehicle, an essential element of the overall Mars sample return campaign being developed by NASA and the European Space Agency. An independent review that was released in November of last 
of 2020, made several recommendations such as delaying the launch of the sample return and the Earth return orbiter from 2026 to 2028, examining whether the lander should be split into two separate landers and using a radioisotope thermoelectric generator rather than solar power for the lander or the orbiter. So far, everything is going well in preparation to return elements from Mars to Earth. This afternoon, I'm sorry, tomorrow, if the weather holds up, in a launch window that opens up at 12 noon, the Astra company is hoping to launch a vehicle into Earth orbit. This is the vehicle that had been delayed from launches before due to some problems with the vehicle itself, as well as intrusion into the safety zone around the Cape. Astra Company does trade on the stock market, and as a result of that failure, or excuse me, the unavailability to launch, the company saw its stock drop 13.7% on the exchange. So many companies that are now involved in space and stock also are affected by launches that are delayed or fail, not to mention the successes that they have. Elon Musk has said that on Thursday he will discuss his new spaceship Mars. He will give an update on exactly what he will do, how it will fly, and when it will fly. The hope is to learn as much as possible about this new vehicle. Over at Boca Chica, Texas, we have seen that the vehicle will be raised and lowered on its launch pad by what they call the chopsticks. They're part of the launch tower that lifts the vehicle. The upper stage, which is the Starship, will be placed on top of a heavy lift vehicle, creating the largest vehicle ever to be built going into space. The same mechanisms will not only be at Boca Chica, but are also being built at Cape Canaveral for launches to take place from there. Lastly, we want to tell you that the Mars rover has now gone about 243.3 meters on the surface of Mars. That's 798 feet, sending back tremendous information. Tomorrow we're going to tell you about getting ready for a launch from French Guiana and Tom Cruise getting ready to go into space. So until tomorrow, have a great day. Everybody. That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report each and every weekday at this time. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli where Bonnie is standing by with some great things that are always going on. And any, and you know, any day you talk about them, they've always got something great on their menu, don't they? Oh, you know it, Evan. And, you know, a drippy, dreary morning like it is with the rain coming down. Try a delicious, hot, fresh bowl of soup for lunch today. Two different soups Chef Mark is making. He's preparing for you right now. 
he'll deliver to your area if you're you're working right here in the Stewart area today. And try a traditional Cuban. This is on a toasted sub roll topped with oven roasted pork loin, honey baked ham on it, Dijon mayo, Swiss cheese, and pickles. And of course, try a delicious sweet pie for dessert. Make it coconut cream, Oreo pie. Oh, Chef Mark makes a fabulous peanut butter pie. And Ellie's Downtown Deli has a full menu available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. They have a full-service deli with dining inside and out. Have them cater your next event. And call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. Located 18 Southeast 6th Street, they're just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. It is 8.43 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news once again. Let's go right to the news desk. Bonnie's standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Thank you. Good morning, Evan. President Biden says the U.S. and Germany are in lockstep when it comes to preventing Russia from invading Ukraine. But Florida Senator Rick Scott is not impressed. Germany's a weak ally. They put themselves in a horrible position where they they have to rely on Russian oil. They shut down nuclear plants in their country and put themselves in a position that, that they're more dependent on Russia, which is really foolish. A Jupiter couple has been arrested on aggravated child abuse charges after they physically abused and forcibly confined their adopted 13-year-old to live within a garage structure, according to police. Here's WPTV's Todd Wilson with more of the story. I've been working this story all day, and neighbors say they're stunned, surprised that the alleged abuse could even take place in their community. The investigation of a teen runaway case late last month has now led to child abuse allegations dating back years. Jupiter police say an 8 by 8 structure was found in a garage of the home in the Egret Landing neighborhood. A structure that police say included a doorknob and deadbolt, as well as a light switch that could only be accessed on the outside. Inside the room was a camera, mattress, and a bucket. Days later, officers located the child at school and were able to interview the 13-year-old. Investigators say they determined that the child was physically abused and forced to live in the structure by his adopted parents, Tracy and Timothy Ferreter, since 2017. They also determined the child was confined to the structure during the day. His meals were brought to him and he used a bucket to go to the bathroom. Eric Preisendorf says he used to live next door to the Ferreters saying he would see the kids playing in the street. We've been here for a while now, um, since 2007. Um, so knew them. Can't say we knew them well. Um, they kind of kept to themselves. He says he even saw a structure in the garage. Three-car three garage. On the single-car garage was where there was a room built in there, but never went in the house or in the garage, just could see it from the from the outside. Well, Timothy and Tracy Ferreter have been arrested. They are in the uh, Palm Beach County Jail. They're accused of aggravated child abuse. As for the three other kids that were in the house, we understand they have been removed by Child Protective Services. In Jupiter, Todd Wilson, WPTV. The Florida Department of Transportation is seeing a concerning increase in deaths of stranded motorists on Florida's Turnpike, and WPTV's Megan McRoberts has a closer look. 
For tow truck drivers like Aaron Dames, years spent on the road. I started in 1989. Means more chances for close calls. You know, I've always been hit a couple times. They can only do so much for their safety, putting out cones, turning on lights, staying as far away from the road as possible. It can be very dangerous. That danger proven on the turnpike in St. Lucie County over the weekend. The Florida Highway Patrol says a 57-year-old tow truck driver from Miami was standing next to his open driver's side door in the southbound lane. A 20-year-old Deerfield Beach woman hit the door and the tow truck driver. And while she stopped, three other cars also hit the man but kept going. And it's sad. You know, it's like that's your fellow brother. You know, I mean, it's a guy that you know, uh, trying to help people and working for his family and, and, you know, and lost his life. Drivers just used to need to take uh, time to be cautious when they're approaching anyone who's on the shoulder, whether it be a tow truck, a road ranger, or any other kind of vehicle. John Easterling is the traffic operations engineer for the Turnpike. He says FDOT is now pushing a stranded motorist safety campaign following two deaths on the Turnpike already this year. Cars hitting people who pulled over and got out of the car. There were 10 stranded motorists killed all of last year. We're more than five weeks into the new year, and we're already at two. So thus, we, we really concerned about the, the trend. They're urging people to follow some of these tips if their car breaks down. Move your vehicle from the travel lane. Call star 347 for Florida Highway Patrol and Road Rangers. Stay in your car and wait for help. And if it's not safe to stay in your car, wait behind a protective barrier or guardrail. And if you see a stranded driver, slow down and move over. Megan McRoberts, WPTV. Out to lunch. That might be the surprising sign you'll see at CVS pharmacies beginning later this month. The pharmacy giant has announced most of its pharmacies will begin closing 1.30 to 2 p.m. every day to give its pharmacists a predictable and consistent daily pause. The new daily half-hour closure is intended to give its pharmacy employees a pre-scheduled, uninterrupted lunch break, CVS said in a statement. Customers with questions about their local store hours can call CVS Customer Service at 800-746-7287. And lastly, the governor's controversial pick for Surgeon General is a step closer to confirmation. Yesterday, the Senate Ethics and Elections Committee on a straight party-line vote approved the nomination of Dr. Joseph Ladapo. Ladapo's appointment now goes to the full Senate. Well, on ESPN's Pardon the Interruption, Tony Kornheiser asked Michael Wilbon, will baseball start on time? Hi, Wilbon. How confident are you that the baseball season will start on time? I'm not. I'm old enough to remember all those beefs that resulted in cancellations and postponements. And I realize it's been, they're working on 25 years now, Tony, of labor peace. We got to go back to that disastrous 94, 95, the cancellation of the end of the great, great season, 94, which should, is a stain on baseball for forever. And then 95, the start was pushed. I'm just not confident in it. I mean, they're a hundred million dollars apart on like one of the key issues and they, each side keeps giving in by like a million dollars, like every week. I'm not. I, I don't think this is going to start on time, and it's fine. It probably shouldn't start till May anyway, but I hope we don't get to, like, July and not have baseball. Yeah, so I'm not confident either, and I'm going to just segue into 
why I haven't worried about it yet, and that's because it's cold in the middle Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. There's snow on the ground in the middle Atlantic, and it's going to be 15 degrees tomorrow morning, because this is the beginning of February. And in the beginning of February, what we think about is pitchers and catchers report, and athletes are stretching, and you have a sense that baseball is going to happen. 30 days from now, when it's the beginning of March, and there's a higher sun angle in the sky, and things begin to bloom a little bit, I'm going to wonder what's going on with baseball. And what is historically true, Mike, as you know, is unlike basketball and unlike football and unlike hockey, the two sides here hate each other. They do. They hate each they other. Do. They don't Literally. want to sit down and make any compromises whatsoever. And as a result of that, even if there's goodwill down the road, I don't think they're going to start on time. Right. I just don't. I, I would, and you're right. It doesn't have to start April 1st. But if it doesn't start till May 1st, I will be upset. I will be upset. I'd, I'd be okay for May 1st, Tony. The thing is, I don't know that the country is in any mood for billionaires and half-billionaires arguing over these dollars. I don't know that the country is in any mood for that, given the totality of what's going on. Not in, in the world, yeah. just, but in this country, where baseball has been important to a lot of us for decades and decades. So we'll see. Yeah, that was uh, Tony Kornheiser with Michael Wilbon on ESPN's Pardon the Interruption. Our news time is 8.51, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, Evan, we are looking at a nice, clear ride this morning. Uh, We're not finding any accidents out there. Just uh, look for the rain coming out in the Stewart, coming down in the Port St. Lucie area, too. Give yourself some extra time when you travel this morning. And travel safely, but no accidents. There's your latest look at traffic. Right now we have uh, 54 clouds, rains in Port St. Lucie over in Clearwater, Florida this morning. It's a partly cloudy 48. And here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the 50s and low 60s with scattered rainfall across the area. Rain is expected to linger through the afternoon, then clearing skies by this evening. Highs today reaching the upper 60s to low 70s. Tomorrow, a cold start to the day with morning temperatures in the 40s. Then a pleasant, sunny afternoon with highs in the low 70s and abundant sunshine. 
Friday, highs in the mid-70s, mostly sunny and mainly dry. For the weekend, another front moves in and rain chances increase. Sunday looks like the wetter of the two weekend days with highs in the mid to upper 70s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. You asked for it. Buck a Shuck Sundays are back at Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar. Join us at Stringer's Tavern every Sunday and enjoy Buck a Shuck oysters all day. Don't miss happy hour, sip on drink specials, and dine on discounted appetizers every day from 3 to 6. In the mood for tunes? Dance to live music in the Courtyard Bar Friday through Tuesday. Stringer's Tavern and Oyster Bar at Harbor Bay Plaza, Sewell's Point. For reservations, menu information, and our live music schedule, visit stringerstavern.com. For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansync.com. If you're age 65 or older and own a traditional IRA, 401k, or other retirement plan, you'll soon have to deal with your required minimum distribution, or RMDs. Suddenly, a portion of your tax-deferred savings will be taxable again, and the overall impact on your portfolio could be significant if you're not armed with the right information. Join Michael Burley of Peak Capital Management for a free educational workshop on RMDs February 3rd, 2 p.m. at IRSC in Stewart, and February 8th, 6 p.m. at IRSC in Stewart. You'll learn how much more you have to take out, how much tax liability they create, how they impact your Social Security, and so much more. Once again, this is a free educational workshop on required minimum distributions. Reserve your seat now at 772-334-9592, 772-334-9592, or visit peakcapitalmanagement.net. Don't delay. Call today to reserve your seat. If wine, food, and fashion are your passion, visit the Jensen Beach Chambers Wine, Food, and Fashion Week at the Harbor Bay Plaza in Sewell's Point this Tuesday, February 8th to Friday, February 11th. Four days of wine tasting, modeling, travel expos, and food tastings. Most events are free. A $20 raffle ticket benefits the Entrepreneurship Foundation and gets you a chance to win 55-inch TVs, laptops, and more. For information and tickets, visit JensenBeachChamber.com. Harbor Bay Plaza, between the two bridges, in Sewell's Point. In retirement, it's all about income, not spending down your principal. And anyone who tells you otherwise simply does not understand proper retirement planning. Hi, I'm Michael Burley of P-Capital Management, inviting you to tune in to the Retirement Income Program. Powerful truths that you must know and understand so you may live the retirement you deserve. The key to retirement success is income. Tune in to the Retirement Income Program right here every Monday morning at 11. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to wstumorningshow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 8.57 right now on the Get Up and Go Show. And, man, Bonnie, time flew. 
this morning. Oh, you know, it's been that way for me all week, too, Evan, ever since Monday. And, you know, Monday morning gets started. And I think uh, Monday is probably the fastest moving morning of the week here at the show for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You well, know, you have massage right afterwards, too, right? Yeah, I do. But, you know, just, um, yeah, time is flying by. Oh, and this coming Monday, by the way, is Valentine's Day. That's right. February 14 is Monday. And, you know, just kind of... Hopefully, people are thinking out of the box, and they'll go out to eat, uh, go out for that romantic dinner, even though it's Monday. Kind I'm going to cook. Kind of refreshing to do on a Monday night. I'm going to cook, and I'm actually cooking dinner tonight. Are you going to make it with love? Yes, definitely. And Rachel actually asked me if um, I would make my homemade teriyaki chicken tonight for dinner. Oh, wow. Is that the one where you put the little slits in the middle? Slices and dices Mm -hmm. and all that other good stuff, yes. what's the good ingredient that goes inside the chicken? Well, you put a little garlic, a little salt, a little pepper, a little of this, a little of that. I'm falling in love right now. Mouthwater. If we have any left over, I'll bring you some. Okay. And you can heat it up in the microwave here. Yeah. And you can take a bite and tell me what you think about it. I would like to try it. Yeah. That'd be lovely. I'll try to remember to see if uh, we have any extras left over. Sounds good to me, Evan. That's a wrap for us, folks. We are like yesterday's kitty litter, and we need to be cleaned out and replaced, but never permanently, so we'll be back in about 21 hours. If you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. Try to stay dry today. It's going to be raining pretty much all day today. Make it a great day. Make it a great day for shizzle, folks, and have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. That's all, folks.